Welcome everybody Another episode of the Centre Circle Podcast I think we're on episode 34 now That's right Episode 34 uh, I've got myself John here Yeah, Daz is in the building I like it Welcome boys, how's everyone doing? Yeah, all good, all good Another interesting not, weekend oh, yeah, Not too bad, not as jubilant as last last time I recorded but Mate, yeah. you all, you like I, I, I think if you lot lost we probably won't be recording today. It'll just be me and that's <laughs> Yeah. Well, the, the person who's been uh, on their case the most hasn't, yeah, <laughs> hasn't yeah. turned up yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mysterious so, illness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, as, as you can uh, get it from the preamble, we've uh, we've got a few things to get through. Our usual Premier League review. We'll be going through, uh, you know, how United got on this weekend. Um, the various statements that have come out of the Arsenal game. Uh, the The... This, you know, six, six, I was going to say five star, the six star performance from City. Um, Liverpool scraping a draw <laughs> away at Luton. Um, and and the Brentford uh, result as well, which, uh, which shocked a few people. Plus, we've got a few bits to talk about, you know, managers going back to their former clubs, rumors about David Moyes' contract situation. We'll definitely be, uh, be going in on, on that one. Um, take a look at the situation in La Liga with uh, Girona. I'm sure someone will tell me that's incorrect pronunciation, <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, also talk about Leverkusen and the, the ripples they're making over in the Bundesliga. And, and of course, our old mate, Thomas Tuchel. Uh, he never seeks to disappoint in the press conferences. So, a few bits to get to. Let's start right at the top. Manchester United. They bought a win, man. They bought a win. Needed it. Needed it. Massively. Captain Bruno. <clears throat> good finish. Good goal. Good finish. I mean, scraping a one nil away win at Fulham is not something you would uh, you would shout about before. But um, can't knock them. We've talked about them for weeks, but they got a, got a win out of the bag. Um, have you seen the game? Yeah, I saw the game. Um, it wasn't a great performance by United. Um, Fulham, they looked like they just couldn't score. Like, they were really good up until the final third where they got to the well, edge of the box. You know, people like Iwobi, um, Willian, they looked like they were never going to score. Man United didn't really have much chances. Tomine had a couple of little chances. They had a goal disallowed in the first half. And really, it just came down to one bit of quality. Yeah. One bit of quality from, from Bruno. And that's what you get with him. That's what you get with him. Well, somebody, Keith, um, <laughs> immediately blamed the keeper. Yeah. I so the keeper do. should have done better. I was, I was about to interject and say... Well, no, I agree the keeper should have done better. Well, but from I'm, talk, point of view. I'm talking about he took three players out of the game before he'd done the shot. And yeah, there's a bit of ping pong. It wasn't like... There's a bit of ping pong, but then <laughs> the fake, when he faked the shot, and three of them went, went. Paulina, um, um, I think there was another midfielder, they, they all went. Yeah, yeah, no, no I give, I give him that, but yeah, yeah. I, I still think Leno, Leno's their keeper, isn't it? Yeah, Leno should be, should be saving that. Do you uh, think he's a bit unsighted because he did come around a defender? Yeah, possibly, as well. but I think with most goalkeepers, we'll say if you get a decent hand to it, mm. you'd, you'd be expected to to keep it out. Um, on the performance of United again, I think it just papers over cracks. Mm. Going back to the McTominay goal that I disallowed, I think if that goes in. Quite early on in the game, it might have been a setup to be a different game for Man United. Yeah. It might have been that kind of confidence boosting game that they yeah. they seem to 
if needed. Just quickly, did you agree with, with the reasoning for the disallowed or the goal? Yeah, I, okay. I do. Because... Even though he never what? touched the ball? Wait, wait, wait. But let's just give a context. What was it for people that didn't see it? Um, so basically, it's a free kick. Mm. It's come over. Maguire is offside. Yeah. But he, he doesn't touch the ball. But like he goes for it. And then someone who's onside mm. behind him then knocks it back across for McTominay to score. So like interfering with play type vibes. So they've disallowed it just for the fact that Maguire went for the ball, mm. even though he never even touched yeah. the ball. Yeah, I can't remember who it is mm. that who crossed it in, but there's a Fulham defender in between that player and Maguire. Mm. So that the ball's come in, that defender's gone to Maguire because Maguire's gone to play the play the ball. They've both missed it. Gone to the player at the back post who's crossed it in for McTominay. Oh, I think that's fair. So without seeing it, but you go, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, it's one of those decisions where you look back and like you can understand why it's been disallowed. But yeah, if they, yeah, I think if that's if that's given early goal away at Fulham, who are not kind of known for kind of getting back into games really against the bigger teams, um, even though they played quite well against United over the last last season or two, um. But yeah, just that goal got disallowed and the game was just a bit flat. There was no real quality from, yeah. from either teams. And yeah, Man United scraped the, scraped the victory. But again, they need it. They got it without playing well. Again, they've either got a draw or a win. They're only six points off top four. So... What did I say last week? <laughs> you only you know takes I mean? two or three wins and... Yeah, this is it. But know, I think what we would say is when they come up against the better teams, mm. I think they're going to be put to the sword, to be honest. But they've got a lot of injuries. If they start getting players back, they've got, I know injuries is an excuse, but they've, no, got, they've got a lot. lot. Especially in defence. Mm. Yeah, they've got more than your average. Mm. You've got to no, think, they're they... playing Maguire and Evans as their... Yeah, <laughs> but, but Moran's fit. Moran's yeah, he's not playing him. him. Like this, I'll tell you what, this there must be some sort of, there must be a, something going on behind yeah. the scenes there why he's not playing why he's on the bench yeah like Maguire if you, okay oh he might have just thought Maguire's playing well yeah oh, and Johnny Evans like yeah. to be fair they've done alright but yeah like Wan-Bissaka's their first choice right back you've got your first Maguire's a capable wan has yeah. just come back though and, yeah, and he started yeah. to be fair he had a good game actually mm. Um, yeah you've got Varane Maguire Evans like Brian Evans isn't really up there but you've oh. got a decent centre-back pairing of Varane and... Martinez would be the starter. Yeah, Martinez would, yeah, would definitely be the starter. And star. then Luke Shaw as well. Yeah, he's list. missing. But outside of that... Mm. I mean, yeah, you bought him regularly on, on, on loan. He's not he's not making a, yeah. a, a splash. Mm. Um, Amrabat is on holding bench. Yeah, Casemiro's injured for a while. Yeah. Oh, dear. I mean, Mason Mount came on as well. Yeah, he's back. So this, this is the thing. Is like, you're right, they've got injuries. But as we discussed a few times, you know, a lot of their investments are still available. They're here, mm. and they're not. They're not. They're not making the impacts that yeah. that investment would would like them to make. Yeah. But yeah, their recruitment's been poor. That, yeah, that's, that's it, that's really. Facts. Like, facts. even if you go, you say right, they're they've got injured players. Mm-hmm. If everyone was fit, and you look at Man United started eleven, you'd be like, if this is what four hundred million has has brought us, yeah, like, is it good yeah, enough? Yeah. Not really. No, it's great. I mean, and and yeah, you could pay for potential, but what they paid for for Holland, mate, eighty million. I think, I think he's I got think the worst. 80, I think it's eighty all in. No, I don't think. It was, oh, okay. yeah. I think Anthony's the worst. Oh yeah, yeah, by far. Yeah, yeah. by, by far. Absolutely. Pound for pound. 
that was like no incentive, isn't it? Like just giving a hundred mil cash money. Someone said it's the worst transfer pound for pound ever in football, <laughs> in, in the history of football. History of football. How are you going to say the Premier League? Yeah. <laughs> no, this, and this is the thing now. So you win that game. Mm. As you say, there's six points off, off top four. Next game's at home to Luton. The game after that's away to Everton. Again, two winnable games. Yep. Or two mm. games where you can get points. Um, after that, then it's Newcastle away, Chelsea at home. But you put together a few games run now, yeah. it, it changed the landscape. And, and, and I think I think I've said this over the past week. Um, you know, we're getting to that 12 game mark now. And it, it, you know, they've got to pull out results for him. But it's Man United, we've been there before. Mm. But definitely they cannot get anything less than three points at home to Louis. I'm sorry. Like, that surely yeah, cannot yeah, no, be a, yeah. even a thing. It's, it's just where we're at. It's more the performance mm. now, isn't it? Like, because we can see they can get the results yeah. if need be. Yeah. You can need the performances to, yeah. to back it up. Yeah. And I think that's what they've been lacking over the last I think there'd be games the Champions League one. I think that's the big game. Yeah. That's the most pressing issue right now. Because if you don't really want, you don't want to be going out group stages. But yeah. again, with the standards they've set, that's, I, you know, I've not, I've not even seen much commentary around what their form means for their Champions League progression. Yeah. I think everyone's just subconsciously written it off. Yeah. And wherever they get to, they get to, right? Because the form in the league's been so bad. Mm. You're the first person I've, I've seen, even on all the puzzle lists or anything, say, Champions League, Manchester United. No one was even bothered to... Yeah. I think the expectation is so low. But they should be going through that group. That, that wasn't a tough group. Right. Take Bayern out of it. Siri, no one's talking to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> The other two teams, you've got to be coming second. Man, you see that should word? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think I'm going to have to dash it in the mid for my, for my United. Because <laughs> oh, didn't they get knocked out of the group stage last time they were in the Champions League? Yeah, because they got down to Europa and they mm-hmm. played Barca, innit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so Barca. Big United. Two group yeah. stage knockouts. No, no but you're right. Group. As an overall picture, mm. they should be getting out of the group. He gets a couple of wins. All of a sudden, he's in the mix. Sort of yeah. six, seven, eighth. The narrative changes massively. We know the mm. game. I guess my hesitation with that story is we've been there before. They win a game or they, you know, they pull something out of the bag last minute. Mm. And that being so close is almost indicative of where they are. So then the next couple of games, they go back to form. Such yeah. as such. But yeah, they're away to Copenhagen um, on Wednesday and then it's looting at home on, on Saturday. So That looting ain't a given. That's not a given. It's not, but it should be, isn't it? It should be, but it's not a given. It's not. That's true. That's true. That is true. All right, moving on. Arsenal. (laughs) (laughs) Arsenal. Where do we start? Newcastle one, Arsenal nil. Let's deal with the game first. Um, Daz, you watched the game. Oh, well, you were there. Yeah, you I was there. there. Corresponding yeah, on the ground. Yeah. My, my first time up Newcastle. First time doing Newcastle away. They put us in the gods, innit, away fans? Yeah, <laughs> right. I was row Z, like the last row. <laughs> <laughs> the last, but to be fair, it weren't that bad. It wasn't as bad as what everyone says. Mm. The worst, yeah, it's, the, it's, a, it's a stadium where you can see the, the pitch yeah. wherever you are, but yeah. you are just quite... Steep, the worst all. bit was getting up there. That's <laughs> yeah. the getting up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Hella mm-hmm. stairs. Someone called it stairs away. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So um yeah, it was a good, good day. 
I don't know when you go away, it's a different. It hits you a bit differently. Yeah, because you've you've booked a dan- annual leave day. You've yeah. got on the. You pay for your train ticket. You've got mm. on the train. You've gone all the way up there. You travel. Yeah, hotel. Mm. You travel two hundred and fifty miles. So when you see the game, you see everything that happens. Afterwards, I was just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm, I see how Mikel felt. I felt disappointed, hurt, upset. Mm. But like, when I looked at it, I was thinking, this has nothing to do with a referee decision or VAR. What I was feeling, the same sort of emotions, was all about the team. Yeah. I thought... I Let's thought start with the overall performance, though. Yeah. I, I, thinking, yeah. yeah. I thought... I thought... Didn't do enough. I thought, uh-huh. I thought it was poor. Yeah. I thought it was poor. I think this season, I've been saying it. I, I'm, I wish a couple other guys were here telling me <laughs> early on in the season, this is all right. I think that we've changed... I don't even know. I don't even recognize what I'm watching no more. The team has changed now to like zero creativity. It's just about controlling the game. It's like we're trying to win a game nil nil. Yeah. If that makes sense. No. What well, it is is, I think the manager's got it wrong. I'm one of Mikel's biggest supporters up to now, but <laughs> I think this year he's got it completely wrong. He's changed it now. We got zero creativity. I watched 98 minutes at Newcastle, travelled 200 miles and how many hours? Couldn't even get home because the trains were all cancelled. We had one shot on goal. One shot on target that all three of us in this room could have saved. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what's going on? Last season, it was like a heavy metal football. We were going at Mm, teams. mm. Now, it's just like, we just want to control the game and that's it. We want to nick it. We want to nil-nil and then nick it. Do you think that absence of someone like Odegaard was telling someone to move the no, ball? No, because it's been the same with Odegaard in there mm. as well. This mm. has been, I've been seeing this the whole season. That I've, Early on in the season, I was saying it's not right. They're not playing right. Mm. Now I've kind of changed myself as if to say, I don't think they're not playing well. I think this is their level. You don't not play well for, I've seen 10 games now, 10, mm. 11 games. Mm. They've played at the same level for 10 games. So that tells me that's your level. You're not playing bad. If you do it for two, three games, I'll say, oh, then they ain't clipped yet. Mm. But it's, I think it's been a decent sample size now. Yeah. And yeah, as I said before, I don't think we're going to be in a title race because we're not going to win enough games. I, I, I think there's also an element of people know now. Do you know what I mean? 100%. People know. Like, if you see how they locked up Saka, um, he didn't have an influential game at all. He didn't, didn't play well. He was quiet. Um, I think he's... Sorry, I think it's both your wingers. I think if you if you can silence yeah. Martinelli and Saka, mm. I think you're in a good chance of nullifying a lot of what Arsenal I think the team's been found do. out. No, I, agree. I think the big change is Zinchenko. So he was the most influential player last season on the ball in the middle. Now, he's, he's a non-factor. Everyone knows what he's going to do. Bad night everyone, Everyone's... Still got nightmares. No, but everyone, <laughs> everyone now knows, okay, he's going to come in from left back. You do this, you do this, you do this, and, and we're going to the ball target that area. Target yeah. him a left back. His defending is awful. He, he can't jump, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we saw that with, 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 with goals and opportunities last week. Look at the mm. West Ham goal, you know, that, that just goes straight over his head. Wasn't even trying to jump. Wasn't even trying to yeah. hit the ball. Um, makes Kudus look like Prime Cristiano. Um, so I, I definitely think there's, as always, a combination of things. I think the team's not. Finding all cylinders. I think some of the tweaks Artero have made has made 
have not come off. The Habits experiment is not, he's not coming off. Um, Jorginho, you know, whilst he has his qualities, you know, these guys were always going to come out and do heavy metal. He's not fast enough. He's too slow. Um, yeah, I think I said in the group, like when um, <clears throat> when I saw the team sheet and you see Rice, Jorginho and um, Havertz. It's not a it's not a midfield three that it's, fills you with confidence weak. or it's weak. Excitement. Or it's weak. Yeah. Like that's not a midfield three that's gonna push you on for top four, let alone challenging for a title. And I know I'm not, was Odegaard injured, is that why he didn't play? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Late, late so like your hand, your hand will force, but it kind of goes back to who Arteta signed to be your squad players, right? So exactly. You want, yeah, Where's you, Vieira? Where's Yeah, you want your mm. Players who come off the bench to kind of be somewhat influential, or if they've got a start, you've got hope in them that they yeah. can put in a not as stellar job as what your starting line will be because that doesn't always happen. But you're you're confident to be like, oh yeah, I, I don't mind this. But yeah, I was like, I'm not even an Arsenal fan. I was like, Ooh, that well, this techie. But, but this is where the West Ham uh, defeat says a lot, right? Because mm. you've you know you give me someone like Reese Nelson this this. Pretty large contract for someone who hasn't played a lot of games in his previous one. I don't see where we get that. Was you know a friend of mine pointed this out this week. That was clearly just, just uh, you know, to hold value in case in case yeah. you sell him on because yeah. on the pitch he doesn't deliver. You know, against West Ham is non-existent. Every time he gets the ball, he's passing it back. He's not he's not giving his fullback any issues or nightmares. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's an easy night for you. So in a game like this, where maybe Martinelli or Saka, you know, to your point. They know their game, right? I think they give you different things in either wing. But if you if you do a decent analysis, you 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 can come prepared for them. He's not even coming off the bench and being a bit of a I surprise. Him. Or I, don't think, I don't think trust him. No, I don't blame him after Wednesday. I don't think the manager trusts him. I don't blame him, him after Wednesday. He hasn't shown him any reason to trust him. Smith Rowe's injured again. So he wasn't even involved. Like, it's just and the second Martinelli, it's I can't they look they look like chalk and cheese from last season. Yeah. Last season, every time they got the ball. Saka is going at his man, trying mm. to go past him. Switch it. Martinelli, going at his man, trying to go past him. Now they just get the ball, little dribble, turn back and pass it back. And yeah. the full-backs are, not, over, the full-backs are not overlapping or anything. They're not helping them. Mm. Most teams now double up, double up on Martinelli, double up on Saka. Mm. That's it. Mm. And we don't, I think we could have been playing till now and scored a goal. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there should be times when Arteta should just swap them? Even if it's for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Do something because yeah. like you're you're getting to televise quite a lot, and there's times I'm watching like, yeah, all right. Just say like, yeah, that was high viewing figures. That's what yeah, the people they want. Um, I just think, why don't you swap them for 10, 15 minutes just to see how they how they get on? I know like managers and players like super precise. I'll take out everything to the like players to cut in on their favorite foot or whatever. But I just think it just gives the fullback a different. A different Probably, kind of perspective yeah. to think about, isn't it? Because they focus on Martinelli, who's quite direct, etc. Saka will kind of come in on his left. Swap him, see see what happens. Give the fullbacks a different. Do you problem. know what I don't like? It's it's almost now. There's so many tactics. It's like our team is from robotic. Yeah. yeah. As in, you it's know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, it's too complicated. You know everything's going to happen. You know every single move, and you're like, where's anything off the cuff? It's like all the players have been told what to do in every scenario. Mm. If this happens, then you do this. If that happens, you do that. 
it's not like where's the freedom? There's no fluidity. There's no freedom. But I think it's the, like I think they're the so rigid. That, I think the other bit of that as well is um is the people that are meant to come and do a difference. They're also a form. Like Trussard, mm. you know. Again, he starts Wednesday, doesn't do yeah. anything great, comes on, and we bought him as a difference maker, as mm. an alternative. So I think you're right. I think there's that, but people's form in executing those plans can help bridge the gap yeah. a little bit. You know, if people are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing well, doing it at a high level, and then you've got people like Rice who throughout all this, I think has been good. I think it's been great. Mm. I think, <laughs> you know, when you go to a new job, <laughs> yeah. you're, you know, you're putting your best foot forward, you're trying to prove that you can play mm. this level. And I think that's what's driving him. But he's in the kind of role where he can play as well as he wants. But if the people in and around him aren't doing their jobs. I feel sorry for him. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. sorry for him. He probably exactly come to that. Arsenal thinking, yeah, this is going to be great. He's probably looking around thinking, I feel like I'm back at West Ham. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that bad. Right. Like, literally, I don't even... Obviously, I go to a lot of the games. So I see the team from a different perspective. When, you, when you're at the game, you can see certain things yeah. that you can't see on TV. And you can also feel, feel the team when you're there because you can actually... You know when they say in the crowd, they will say, oh, the crowd's nervous. This is happening. So you can feel it. And it feels completely different. I'm, I'm actually bored watching the team now. And I could never say that last season. I feel like it's boring. Some of the football is absolutely boring. Uh, no, I don't know. But I don't know if I agree with that. I just mm. think when, when teams have come prepared for Arsenal and they've come to nullify, then, then yeah. When they've come to play as well, it's not as slick as last season, but we still get to play. But again, then, it, then in those moves, it comes to certain people. It will come to Havertz. It will break down. Or he will just do something, you know, in an area where maybe a Jacosson would have played forward or would have mm. played that, that splitting pass or whatever it is. Um, Havertz is not contributing in that way. Do you think it's slow? Do you think it's slower though? The yes. game will play. That's what, I, I, that's think what I, I, I think that's where I'm going with the board. And I think yeah. it's really slow. And I saw a stat um, saying that Arsenal's not scored a goal within the first 15 minutes this season. Imagine. And yeah, that's... Completely different to last season. Last season, we used to start games quick. Yeah, we used to early. come out the blocks and be like, yeah, let's go after them. Now it's like, let's just sit back for 15, the first 20 minutes and feel our way into the game. Yeah. I, but, I, but, I remember but, I was but, saying about it, sorry, I'm just on the pace. Remember Chelsea, my first thing I said, like, Chelsea yeah. game, mm. move the ball too slowly, allow Chelsea to reset. It could get the yeah. double teams up and the pressure's on. So there's definitely a pace thing there. There is definitely... A pacing, and as much as I give um, Jesus stick, mm. that is one thing he's good at moving the yeah. ball quickly, having that zip um, in and around. But these changes, do you think this has been done by design by Arteta and the coaching team, or do you think that's just this is something that's just happened because of the personnel? I think it's personnel thing. I don't think it's the pace is slowed by design um, because. The school of thought that Arteta kind of grew up in and that it's all about moving the ball quickly, displacing the team, switching the ball around, recycling it. Um, so I think it's personal. I think it's personal and team and the opposing team set up. Mm. I think it's personal and the opposing yeah, team. Well, I, I think Newcastle was set up quite well. Yeah. It wasn't too dissimilar. So how they really? dealt with Dortmund? <clears throat> yeah. Like, even PSG. Yeah, PSG yeah. And, um, and Liverpool. Like, just get, get in their faces, basically. Because you know, you do that, the crowd's going to get on your side. And they were they were physical. Like I know we're gonna to touch on all the incidents and stuff, but like even before Dan Burn went off, like he was just niggling at Saka, like for the whole time he was on the pitch, just kind of like, right, I'm here, innit? Like you've gotta 
you've got to get past me in it. Like, I'm making you know this is what your afternoon's gonna gonna be about. And I know people kind of I think Newcastle getting hit with a stick because of who their owners are mm. now. But it's like, oh, the people are saying Newcastle don't really come to play, they're boring, etc. But you've got to kind of think they're coming what? up against one of the better teams in the league. Like, you're not going to go and play Arsenal and be expansive and, and open because you're just going to get picked off. Yeah, all of that's rubbish. Because if they, to your point, if they did that, we'll be saying their manager's naive, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. blah. All that's rubbish. Yeah, man. this is it. So I think you've got to give um, Eddie Howe a bit of credit for kind of yeah. how, how he set up his team. And, More than a bit of credit. And he did his, his players, job. Yeah, and his players for executing what he... What, like, yeah. I don't think the game was full of quality. No. And it, to be fair, it was a bit stop-start, so that could be one of the reasons. Well, that could be by their blood. Yeah, yeah, the they, yeah, this yeah. is it. Um, but yeah, like fair play to Newcastle, man. Like they they came, had a game plan, executed it well. Well, look, I think I think to your point about incidents, I think, I mean, I mean, I I, I don't know if I've said it as clearly this, but I think refereeing is is not great at the moment. I don't, I, you know, lots of big things are getting missed. You know, I don't know how Bruno goes for so long without picking up a, a booking. Yeah, ridiculous. shocking. Um, the, you know, the elbow. Forearm was, yeah. I don't know how that's gone to VAR, and they've not been like, have a, at least have a look at it <laughs> and decide what you want to do. Like it's it's a blatant it's a blatant elbow. Like send him off. It's like it's 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 crazy. And, and I just feel like since the Tottenham game, everyone's on edge. I feel like officials are, are on edge since the whole oh, yeah. goal yeah. incident. Liverpool, everyone's on edge. Officials on edge. How many times did we say on the weekend they've bottled that, you yep. know? Um, and that was going on physical. And I've noticed a couple of teasers now. It's a bit like the old story. Get physical with Arsenal, throw them off their game. We don't have the the biggest, you know, most imposing team. Think about it, right? You've got you've got Rice, you've got the defenders. So the two centre-backs are pretty big. Ben White, the rest of the pretty... So our back four's pretty big. Yeah, the back But apart from... The, two, the rest yeah. of the front line is tiny. So yeah. you're getting in around them. You've got Rice throwing himself about, but that's it. Georgina's not exactly, you know, uh, going to cause anyone any physical problems. Um, so that, that I think that works for them. Mm. The mentality thing as well, you know, they were getting arguments all over the place. That's why Havertz started running around. He should have gone as well. Oh, uh, easily. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, yeah. He should have gone that, that tackle straight City, off. Yeah. City tackle. I thought, I thought yeah, it was fair ridiculous. when I first, but in the replays. That was ridiculous. Yeah. And it's unnecessary as well, isn't yeah, it? Like, well, it's just because where, 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 where is What did you have to gain? Yeah, where is the pitch? Even if you won that tackle, the balls were gone for you for throwing. What are you going to gain? That's them getting in their heads, right? And that's the difference. That's I think that's him thinking... Oh, I got to look like I'm doing something because mm, mm. I can't. I can't affect the game. No, but you say that though. But there'll be a lot of your fan base who'll be like, "What oh, showing passion?" Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's like, working. Yeah, he's yeah, working yeah. for yeah, the shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's mm, all that yeah. nonsense. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It would fool some people. But yeah, nah. And then, and then we get to the goal. Get to the goal. And I remember watching the goal. And you know the first thing I thought: Why are you not struggling to clear this ball? That air kick that Gabriel did, yeah, you know, some, you know, you know, he <laughs> went through this period last season where it felt like he was making a mistake every game. Yeah, I remember that. That I was clearly that was it, it. It took me back to that time, and as soon as he did that, I thought, "Whoa, we back here again." You know, yeah, that that uh, that that is poor. He has it in him. He has a mistake in him. He has it in him. And then, <laughs> then, that's fine. The ball comes over, so the ball's gone out. I mm. think the ball's out. I think I think the ball is out. But the problem is, 
That's the issue. You can find one person who thinks the ball in. Mm. You think one yeah. person thinks the Your ball's out. You ideally need the bird's eye view in it. Yeah, and even, yeah, you're never gonna get yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. And the problem is, it's it's a bit like um, you know those court cases where you have to prove you're innocent rather than yeah. prove someone's guilty. If they can't prove the ball's out, it's in. Yeah, this is it. it's in. So, but some people are like, <laughs> if you can't prove it's in, no, it's out. What, no, like, because I'm like, yeah, no, that but doesn't really work. Because you know what they need to do though, they need to change the rules. The the problem is the rule. Why? Because. You're never going to be able to... In a situation like that, I remember yeah. Japan scored a goal in the World Cup mm. where we all thought it was out, mm. but then you could see that they had the shot and you could yeah. see the curve. Yeah. But how are you... No one can see that with their eyes. So... So what should they change the rule to then? The, the surface. Of the ball? Yeah, because it, that's what you can tell. No, You can tell. The, no, you can't do that. You can't that, do that. That affects goals. Because yeah. huh? for it to be a goal, the whole ball has to be over the line. Yeah. So you can't. And do, that's part of the ball. But, yeah, you can't do surface. You can't but, do surface. But then at least you can you can't tell. do surface outside the goal line. Well, no, maybe make it for a goal as well. Nah, then come the on, surface. Get out of because how so how often do you tell? The line is a goal. No, the surface of the ball is past the past the line. So you're not going by the curve of the ball. You're no, going by the floor well, of the ball. So the problem you've got there is uh, the curve of the ball is still the surface of the ball. So what you're no, saying? No, what's touching the floor? I'm talking about. Yeah. So the contact of the ball. Needs to have crossed whatever line. Yeah. Rather than the curvature mm. that you can't tell. What How are you going to... What if the ball's in the air? Yeah, bro. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, look. I say it's impossible. It's well, impossible to tell then. Yeah. I let, yeah, unless you have cameras I'm, on the I'm not that. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not that fussed about it. I'm not. Yeah. Do you know For what? Me, as an Arsenal fan, whatever. The ball's yeah. not got there. Yeah. Right? Also I'm, there. I've not got no. And I wouldn't argue that. To your all. point about saying you got to prove it's in, that's not how it works. The current state of play is the ball is in. Oh yeah, I'm with you. But so I know if are, you want it to be out, you have to conclusively yeah. say the ball is out. I thought it was out. That's me trying to be as objective as possible. But if I wasn't asked for, I don't know if I'm saying that. Right? Then he crossed the ball back in. This Joker is that. What, what was where was where again? What was he flapping at? I don't, I don't know. His I don't know what it wasn't even a difficult whipped cross, I think. Yeah. You set yourself properly, two things happen. You catch the ball or all that kerfuffle that's going on behind you, someone bundles you over and you get a free kick because you're a goalkeeper. Yeah. No, what it looked like. <laughs> Can you just not let Ben White off just before that? Because he thought the ball went out and stopped playing. Like, yeah, that what did they tell you as a, five, as a six-year-old, yeah, seven-year-old, yeah. eight-year-old? What did you get told? Play to the whistle. No. And Jorginho shouted him, go out to him, go out to him. Yeah. He doesn't Ray, even move. Ray appointed he just well. doesn't even yeah. move. He let, he let Willock take two, three touches to come right into the yeah. box. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then cross it in. But I think Ray thought Willock might have shot near post. So if you look at PTSD from Chelsea. So if you, if you're, if you look at his positioning, he, he's covering, he's like quite near his, his yeah, near poor. post. It's poor. Yeah, he's poor. Yeah. But yeah, it's... um. How can you think, how can you be you're thinking that? Yeah, and then the way he just flaps it, he just... If he was in a half-decent position, he would have got that cross. Yeah, if he was like two or three yards back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just He was like right out yeah. the near post, yeah. like thinking, what the hell, where are you doing so that? So for me, the, the, the contestants bit is sandwiched in between two clear opportunities for our team to deal with the situation. Yeah. So then, he flaps at the ball. Then you've got the whole push situation with Joe Linton and, and, and Gabriel. I've seen those given. I think that's a foul. But again, shouldn't have even got there. Shouldn't have got there. But I think it's a foul. Guy never was a commentary saying, oh, that's not a foul. I don't think it's a foul. Don't even get me started on that, gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, but, 
But again, you've seen them given. You've seen them given more often than not. Yeah, you've yeah. seen them given, but you've more seen them not, not given. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can't. It's not definitive, because to me, <laughs> what two as, hands outstretching a man's back? My centre back. Mm. I want him to deal with that. I think he should have been stronger. I think he should have headed it. Yeah. I think that he. I, play, think, I think he plays for the foul. And yeah, I know Gabriel, yeah, he defends like that. Yeah, yeah. He'd rather get the foul than yeah. deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he, Raya flapping put him off slightly as well. Yeah. And I thought he thought Raya might have got the ball. Yeah. He's seen it come and he's kind of done this weird kind of dip. Yeah, yeah. Like and he then he felt it and went over. <laughs> he's yeah. felt, he's felt the, the, the push yeah. of his hands on him and he's gone over looking for the foul. Yeah. See, with the foul, yeah, I think if you go back like maybe like Let's say 10 years. Mm. That's not given a, as a foul in, in the Premier League. Like, mm. Over the years, the rules have kind of changed, etc. Where now it's kind of like, well, if someone puts their hands on you, you're generally gonna get a you're generally gonna get a free kick. So I think when Gary Devil's saying that's not a foul, I mm. think he's going back old school kind of way yeah. of thinking. The way the rules have been implemented over the last kind of however many years, mm. um, then you'd be like, right, that's gonna be a that's going to be a free kick kind of thing. Because I saw it in real time. I was like, ah, oh, nah, just bundled. Looking back, and I don't think, to the ref's point, yeah. I don't think any of this is on the ref. All, all the contentious things go back to VAR, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because in real time, you, you can't tell if the ball's gone out of play yep. if you're the ref. Yeah. It just looks like a bit of a coming together. And the next bit that we'll get onto, it just looks like Gordon's on side, didn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. So for the ref, I don't think, I think if they, if you took VAR out of the equation and mm. we couldn't have the luxury of VAR, it's a goal. Yeah, yeah. But because we've got the luxury of going back and reviewing everything, that's why everyone's a bit like, But I, I think in pre-VAR times, I think he gives the push. You think so? Yeah, I think they give the push. Nah, I don't nah. think so. I think, 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 think so. all the way on the other side. Nah, I you can't see the person think with that. Pre-VAR, I think pre-VAR everyone, everyone just goes, that's a goal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think the... The whole thing about the ball being out just goes out the window because mm. the linesman's not seen through yeah. two posts and the whole defenders. That's, that doesn't even get talked about. because And the ref can't see it from where he is. I don't even, it gets talked about, but not mm. as a thing of, oh, the ref should what have seen that. What about the handball? No nah. one really discussed, no one yeah. talked about that. No. Joe Linton, ball come, ball come his hand as well. Yeah. Nah, no nah. one really discussed it. Like, really, took the foul. I'm not going to lie, yeah. at that point, I was so vexed <laughs> about defending, yeah. And then the offside. What do you think? Because by the law, by the rules... There's one player between him and the goal. He's offside. But you know no, why you can't see though. But you know why they didn't give you offside? We can't see. Because it wasn't conclusive that the ball came off Joe Linton last before it went to yeah. Gordon. So if they so if he if they mm. had if it if they if VAR could say it conclusively came off Joe Linton, yeah. then fell to Gordon, yeah. he would have been offside. I yeah. thought it's because they never had the angle. No, no, no. That's what they didn't have the angle to conclusively mm. say yeah. mm. it, it came off last. And and this was this was everything mm. about the the whole VAR. They couldn't conclusively say it went over the line. Yeah. They couldn't conclusively say that it was a foul. Mm. And they couldn't conclusively say that it came off. But it's all un- it's understandable though. Yeah. It is and understandable. Know. And from VAR's point of view, I think on the far one, it has to be an error. It has to be, they have yeah. to be sure mm. that the referee has missed something. Yeah. Offside one, I mean, with today's technology, you'd hope they'd be able to get as many camera angles as possible, but we're still going to find angles yeah, you've got, that... You've got yeah. players in the way. You ain't going to find a camera that can see through players. Yeah. So and for me, the defending, always... man, that, that, that's, what's, that's what's annoyed me the most, I'll be honest. Like, yeah. That's it... what's annoyed me the most. And then, and then we've got the reactions after. I know Arteta's vexed and all that stuff, but... I just... 
He comes across, sometimes he comes across like a sport child. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Even the way he's sitting, when he's sitting there, the way he's looking, and it feeds into the players. You got Georgina refusing to shake people's hands after the game. Yeah, that was silly. Like Lacazelle like like didn't do. Like, for those that don't know, Lacazelle's man. Right, right. I said like a sales. <laughs> I think like a zip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. like it's, been, it's been a while, man. I've yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The sales came out today and said that he disappointed that Jorginho, his captain of Arsenal for the day, didn't shake his oh, hand so after, after up, the game. Nah, that's shut up, bro. He's the yeah, nah, bro, because he's the biggest shit house you merchant. I don't want to hear. I know, it. but at the it's end of the day, sucks. like you could, you, you, play, could... you play a game. Yeah, it's, your team's been roughhoused a little bit. Like a handshake doesn't mean anything. No, no, I hear that. So Georgina is, is, uh, is childish for not doing yeah. that. It didn't need a statement. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. It didn't need to come mm. out and talk okay, about yeah, it. Because yeah. LaSalle's a lot. You've been playing for two minutes, bro. But by mm. the time January comes out, you'll be back on the bench. In his defense, he's played pretty well the few games he's, he's played. Yeah. <laughs> I know you don't like him. Yeah. No, I don't like him. I just do really, but then, I don't, <laughs> I don't but, yeah, like him. Move on. I don't know <laughs> him not to like him. He's not, he's not one <laughs> no, of these... No, I'm another player. Yeah. Not oh, oh, no, but you know some people, I don't like them because I had him even the picture. In here, we're talking about... Nothing's personal with it. We're no, talking about as the in, pitch. There yeah. are players where I'll tell you I don't like them because of how they move on the pitch. Maybe oh, a bit okay. dirty or whatever. Right, right, right. So I don't have the problem with him. I just don't think he's very good. But um, that's it. But yeah. but yeah, it didn't it didn't need it didn't warrant a statement yeah. or coming out. I'm like, bruv. Yeah, it's one on. of those things that you forget. Yeah, after yeah. 10 you cast him about. It. Yeah, yeah, but Georgina shouldn't have done that. That was just childish. That was mm. silly. What do you, what do you think about Arteta's reaction? Deflection. Yeah. Deflection tactics. I think he knows. As I said earlier, I think he knows this season he's got it a little bit wrong. Mm. And I think it goes back to the summer mm. with one signing in particular that I don't even need to mention, but we all know who. And he ain't got the tools yeah. this year to achieve what he wants to achieve. Yeah. And I think it's born out of frustration. Yeah. And we can't, obviously, you can't go into the market. You can't do anything about it now. I think he's realized, oh, we've got this a little bit wrong now. And he's just. Throwing, yeah, throwing his toys out the pram because he's, he's pretty animated anyway. Right? On the touchline, mm. everything's a madness. Like I watch him and I think, bro, I'd love to know how many calories he burns during the game, bro. <laughs> yeah. He needs to get yeah. a Fitbit on or something. But yeah, my my only issue with the statement is that Wait, so, but I'm talking about the press conference after when he said, "Yeah, also, I'm so, yeah, yeah, and all that yeah. stuff." It's just none of the incidents were black and white in it. Mm. Like if you could say, VAR made a error. When they categorically shouldn't have, I would understand what he's saying. Mm. But all the incidents were subjective in it. Yeah. So you can't go on a rant like that without concrete evidence that they were in the wrong. Mm. And no one can say concretely that they were in the wrong. It's everything's subjective. You poll you poll people, it's gonna be 50-50. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think it's a little bit I think it's a, a bit Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a little bit of miss from him. Um, yeah. Because what you get what he's then gonna say when God forbid something actually goes against you. Well, we've had you... that. We've had that in the past, yeah. and the reaction was nothing like this. When we, they actually did go against us, the yeah. Brentford game, well, we needed this energy, and, it, and that was actually <laughs> offside. And the man yeah. forgot to to draw the lines. We never came out and done statements and all this kind of thing. It wasn't disgrace. We just took it as in, okay, it's something that happened, and that was a lot worse in terms of those points that we lost that day. We was in the middle of the title race. Yeah. This one, you're in you're in October, November. You can get these points back. It's not definitive like it was last time yeah. when you was playing Man City in the title decider three days later. Yeah, and so, it's come back to bite uh, him a little bit because so, yeah, so, when he was asked about VAR previously, he was like, "Oh well, people make mistakes." Mm. 
etc. And then now he's like, oh, it's the worst. Oh, it's the worst thing he's seen in 20 years. It's been in the league. Blah, but blah, blah. Do you blah. know what? I, th- <laughs> but I think this has started from that whole Liverpool thing. Yeah. I think they've opened the can of worms. I thought that their statement was wrong at the time. I wasn't on the pod, but I would, yeah. I would have been saying that on the pod. I thought Liverpool were out of order and there was no need for that statement. And now you're just going to get clubs following on. Arsenal's is wrong. I think it's embarrassing. Just like I thought Liverpool's one was embarrassing. Even though Arsenal one doesn't go as far as Liverpool's yeah. one went. But at the end of the day, officials are going to make mistakes. They're human. Mm. Are they the only people on the football pitch not allowed to make mistakes? Mm. Everyone else is. And the thing is, that didn't lose us the game. Whether they got it right or wrong, that didn't lose us the game. Yeah. As I said, we had that 98 minutes when we had one shot on target. Yeah, that's the that's... <laughs> So we should be looking at the things that we can control. We wasn't good enough. And I think that's where his frustration's coming from and where it comes out like that. And the club shouldn't back that up. Why is the club making statements about referees? Why, well, so... why, where, where, where's, why? Imagine, say, for instance, Liverpool were poor against Luton, almost lost. Imagine the PGMO come out and said, oh, we thought Liverpool were poor today. It doesn't make sense. Well, not everything is is two way like that. I think, I, I I think for me the the club, Liverpool did kind of set pace with that. I think there is. It just seems like again we don't know, but it just seems like there's a bit of we've had enough type of vibes from from clubs. Yeah. My issue is do that on something that is as clear and as black and white as the Liverpool thing. Yeah. Right. Not mm. with things that. Yes, there was three things in a short space mm. of time. It was a bit crazy, etc. But to your point, there was nothing of that clear-cut level, right? There was nothing of that real super, in, in, in my mind, super in, in, in injustice mm. level. And I've said it in all the conversations I've had since with all that stuff. I want to talk about what we didn't do defending-wise. Do yeah. Understand? Because yeah. that's what he should that be. That Liverpool one... You could have no arguments with that. I'm sorry. That's why at the time I, I had no bad words for Liverpool after that. No, no, I that, think Liverpool were in the wrong. No, I remember I you saying, yeah, Liverpool totally in the wrong. And 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 I do think the officiating needs to improve, but this wasn't the hill for us to die on. And I and I just found a bit of Liverpool's um statement was about the referees and the incident. Yeah. Mm. Starting off with we're backing our managers' comments and all of that. That bit I was a little bit like. Well, he didn't need mm. the backing. <laughs> like, he didn't need to reinforce that bit because actually behind closed doors, it should be a thing of, you need to calm down. Yeah. Like genuinely, mm. you, you know, there's a, there's a, and he, I think he's admitted it a couple of times, that you, you know, Eddie should be having a word being like, listen, the, the, you need to get a bit more control because you're an example to the players, etc. Yeah. So we didn't need to reinforce that. If they want to have a view on the refereeing, I don't, I, I, I personally don't mind that because I feel like to your point, you're saying referees are not dealing with allowed to make common on the pitch. But everybody else's mistakes are discussed, are scrutinized, are all of that. Referees shouldn't be shouldn't be exempt but from people that. People are not making public statements about other people's mistakes. They and are. are Liverpool and Arsenal making these statements? Is that helping the situation? Or all that is that next week? Okay. All that all that doing is next week putting more pressure on the referee. That's but, what it's doing. But what, but what's what, wrong what, what are you achieving from it? That's what I want to know. The, what what but, are they achieving from but it? The whole, the Things whole, are not improving. Ferguson. What are they okay. achieving? But if you take the Liverpool uh, incident in isolation, what happened after that? They made sure that people in VAR have clarity over the decisions that they make. So they're like, right, we think X, Y, Z has happened. Check. 
can you confirm? But that's because of the statement, though. No. Yeah. That's because of what happened, and that's them no, but, internally but without, doing no, it. But without, not, but without the statement, who to say that would have happened? No, because, no of course it would have happened. No, 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 no. Because dad, before the before the Liverpool game, there were fourteen apologies. Fourteen. Where were they? This season. Huh? No, it's like since Vars, so in so in two and a half seasons, yeah. there have been 14 apologies. <laughs> before before Liverpool made their statement, was there any changes made to the VAR process? Of course there would have been. You think that they, before uh, the Liverpool statement, they were doing the VAR the same, exactly the same as No, what but that have come out time. publicly. We're like, we don't, if we don't know about it, it hasn't happened. Why, so... why, why, why? But they're in their internal organization. They don't they're not gonna let everybody they're not gonna do a press release every time they make a change. No, no, but they should go to the they should be going to the clubs and saying, right, if if they've updated a process in, in the VAR system or whatever, the VAR process, mm. the club should know what that process is. If if, if something is referred to referred to referred to VAR, the club should know what the process is. So you're saying they might have updated it, but we don't know that. So as far as we're concerned, mm. as far as Klopp was concerned, mm. nothing has changed. Now we know that if an incident happens on the pitch, these steps have to be followed. So you say, ah, oh, there's no point in the statement. Well, there was because everyone I, I now knows. I don't think disagree. I think, <laughs> forget the statement. There was so much uproar about that mm. incident and the incident itself was so clear. Even if Liverpool hadn't said a word, all the narrative, all the commentary around the game, all but the Monday night football. No, no, no. It gives it fire. But I genuinely believe For a black and white incident. No, no. But, I genuinely believe that that the, the, the weight of the general, error. Yeah, the they weight made of the error. statement before yeah. Liverpool, yeah. saying, "Oh, this is egregious. This is wrong. Human error. Yeah, We're going to review our processes." Yeah, that so that's true. before Liverpool even said anything. So, but, so they're basically telling you that the, they're going to do it. But, but I still think Liverpool making a statement forced their hands. No, nah, but they've already told you I, that's I think, what we're going to do. They nah. told you that we're, it's but, but this, but, okay, we're so going to go back and This goes and back sure. to the whole um, Brentford incident like with, with our, Arsenal. You think they never changed things after that? After you forgot to draw the lines? They'll be just fine about it. Yeah, be just about it. That's the thing, we don't know. But now we know if you put pressure on them, things become more open and transparent and then there's less contention for people to say the, the, the so PGMO are not going to So you think things have improved then? In the last in the last month or whatever, you think things have improved? They haven't improved, no, they but haven't I don't improved. think that's the fault of the clubs making statements. Yeah, it hasn't improved, but processes have changed, and if that's a step in the right direction, you got to take it. And, and I've been saying referee has been not great for a while now. I think VAR has just shone a bit of a light on that, and I don't know. I've always said I'm not a big fan of, you know, as a manager, as a player, you can literally come out and say whatever you want about anybody apart from the refs, right? And, I'd, and I've always felt like that. I don't yeah, think it's right protected. that... Yeah, that re, why referees and their performances are so protected. Don't get me wrong. You shouldn't question anyone's integrity. Mm. But if you think the referees have a poor game, you should be able to say is that a poor game. I don't see why there's such a protected speech. I don't know why everything does this. And, and you know, I hear this on podcasts and commentary after, I'll leave the refs alone, blah, blah, blah. Listen, we, we can't have it both ways. The flip side to that mm. is, and I think this is true, is they definitely look at, they need to look at raising the standards for referees, but they also need to look a little bit at the remuneration. And you might say, well, what does the money matter? Well, I, I think if we're going to have people mm. refereeing the most important games in the professional uh, you know, game in mm. this country, and one of the top leagues in the game full stop, that should probably be reflected in, in, in what they're paid. But that also then goes into 
the level expected, etc. I if I'm gonna be in the center of scrutiny, yeah, yeah, for those biggest games, yeah, it needs to be reflected in in my standing in, and in that way. But I I do think that you shouldn't be allowed to. I couldn't call another manager a cheat or say he's done whatever to the game. So I shouldn't be able to say that by the ref. But you should be able to question yeah. I, I, their I think, quality, their performance, how they referee that day. You should be able to do that. I think you should be able to do that, but in the right channels. So even when you're no, making you the right your, statements, yeah. I don't think it needs to go public. I think you can make that statement to the FA or to the PGMO directly. Oh, sorry. It I was talking about post-match. Like yeah. in the interview, managers, mm. you know they get fined. Sorry, I was talking about that. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But I don't see why you need to come out publicly and criticise or uh, and analyse a, if, a referee's uh, performance when you can you can do... I, point, on, a you know. Sunday, on a Sunday league, you get scorecards and stuff like that, but take it up to the next level, yeah. but the top level, they actually do reports that the clubs will do a report on the referee and send it through to the PGM. That's a good point. So they don't need to come out and make a statement. Yeah. On, the only people that need to know about it is the FA and the PGM. Why right, do, that, that why do you need to go public? No, that, that, is all you're doing, that, is, that is a mm, fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah. But you've got to look at the game isn't played behind closed doors, isn't it? Like it's not just for the club's understanding. It's for the fans' <laughs> yeah. understanding as well. I've just clocked like, something. Go ahead, sorry. I'm yeah, just I'm saying it's, it's for the fans' understanding as well. Like, as a fan, I'd want to know why that process has not been followed Most correctly. fans don't even know the rules of the game. We're <laughs> talking about how, they, how can they analyse referees' performance well, for when like they, don't myself, even, they don't even know the rules. Who does, who does know the you rules? don't know the rules. We don't know the but, rules, bro. Yeah, I'd be up for referees um, coming giving statements after the game. Bro, I want referees to do post-match interviews. Yeah, uh, I was you about know to say what? That. I even, think that would be good. Even if I it was like an good. hour after the game and they could speak to the PGMOL before mm. they have that yeah. so they can come with a collective understanding of what they're going to say but they'd be like, right, you've got 15 minutes with XY journalists mm. and this is what I you're going to say. I think a lot of referees would actually want to do it as well but they're saying, they're saying that, yeah, they're saying they want to do it. I'll tell you what it. though, I'll tell you what, the other thing about it is, it's like any job, right? You need the right personalities. And even in football teams, there's mm. some people you put in front of the camera, there's some people you will not put in front of the camera. And there's probably, like Howard Webb, if he was still refereeing today, that's the guy you would put in front of the camera after yeah, the game. Yeah, right? yeah. Mike so the, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves, he loves <laughs> the camera now, doesn't he? Yeah. But when you were talking about, when I was saying, I just realized something. Do you think, yeah, it's a little bit of a, I don't want to call it cynical, but from the club's point of view, it's almost uh, putting out a statement, keeps me on side with the fans. It shows the fans that I'm trying to do something about this. Because yeah. actually, to Daz's point, I can make that same statement strongly behind closed doors and then get the outcome. Yeah, it's a fair challenge. Yeah. And then maybe, after I've done that a few times, and this could be the counter-argument, also could say, no, we've done that behind the scenes a mm. few times. So but now... What's his name? Howard Webb has gone to... He went to Arsenal last season. He went to a couple other clubs. Mm, mm. So it's not like it's new. Mm. It's It could be like an end of the tether thing. Mm. Like, I know it wasn't with Liverpool. Liverpool were like, this is too blatant. Mm. We've got to say something. But with Arteta, mm. he's been visited by Howard Webb a couple of times. He might just be like, you know what? Let me... Yeah, no, that's the first challenge. I've been on the that Some decisions are going to go against you. It's, it's, it's just the way of the world. Like, they're not perfect. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, know, I don't think people to... realise how hard it is to referee a football game. Even at low level, I've done that same program. Imagine refereeing a Premier League game, 60,000 people in that stadium. But, that, we're, not that about, but we're not even talking job. about the ref here. We're talking about VAR. Yeah. 
So that's that, it. That's, so, that's, so in mm. this scenario, like, but the VAR is a ref. No, no. I guess, I guess, mm. but I guess it, people find it hard to accept when when it was a ref and two lines. Yeah. That was one thing. Everyone accepted it. It was like it was well, yeah, we, I, well, to, to a degree. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, like, <laughs> I, I, I still I do think it is funny that we didn't have it then. Yeah. <laughs> now we've added VAR. Everyone's yeah. like, no, I'll take it away. We want it back. But you were clubbing. You were, but the thing you is, were calling for it when it wasn't. If you took away VAR, all these decisions that are wrong, they yeah. would have been wrong. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool's game, Liverpool's goal would have been offside because that's what the linesman gave. Yeah. No yeah. one said a word about the linesman, but yeah. he was the one who got the decision wrong <laughs> in the did. first place. Yeah. I didn't hear anyone. I, I mean, did. We heard all about the VAR, but we didn't hear nothing about the linesman who got the decision wrong in the first place. Mm. And then the goal had been disallowed. Arsenal's one the other day. It would have been a goal. No yeah. VAR would have been a goal. Yeah. No one said nothing. Yeah. But no, the thing true. is, with the VAR, it's not. I think everyone got. Yeah. Oh, we're bringing in VAR. It's going to be hundred percent right yeah. all the time. So maybe they've got the VAR decisions need to be released within an hour of the game ending as well. So we didn't mm. give VAR because of X, Y. Yeah. Instead, of, instead, of, just, instead mm. of just saying well, sorry. it wasn't clear and obvious. Yeah, yeah. You got to be like, we didn't do it because of blah blah blah. And then maybe there's uh, over time it becomes a bit of an education piece because mm. I'm not going to lie. Be, through VAR, a lot of people have probably learned stuff about the rules that they didn't know. Yeah. You know. But it's the thing that it's not gonna ever stop. That's the thing. It can it's, get better though. It can, it can get be... it can get better. Yeah, but it's not it ever can get gonna a lot stop. better. It's gonna be there's still gonna be wrong decisions. Yeah, the well, consistency in it. That's well, what's well, no, but that, that's my point though. So there's a difference between I didn't give this decision because it wasn't clear. So you think it's wrong, I think it's right. Mm. Two, the ones that everybody can see it was wrong, and in hindsight, they've even said it was wrong. Mm. I think when you start correcting those and minimizing those occurrences, yeah. the contentious ones, yeah. people are like, yeah, this is the bit of the game I like, blah, blah, blah. When those very black and white ones, Liverpool, and other things are mm. happening, then it's easy to add them onto the pile of the contentious ones. It's easy yeah. to just add it on together because you're not happy. So I do think, for me, where the room for improvement is, I don't care how many, you know, unless you start having cameras mm. on every meter of the pitch, I don't think you solve most of the problems at the Arsenal game on Saturday, no matter how many VAR you yeah. have. But when you count it up with all the other incidents we've had, and a lot of them are pretty clear-cut, that's the issue. So I think if VAR starts eliminating the occurrences of those clear-cut ones, then, then that's the issue. Um, before we go to the next game, boy, Spurs are um, taking a bit of a hit, aren't they? Uh, as it stands, as we're recording, it's 90 plus 10 minutes. So they're playing 100 minutes. It's Chelsea 4, Tottenham 1, Nicholas Jackson, hat-trick. Bomba. Yeah. How is that? They got they are playing nine men. They are playing nine men. Doesn't matter. They got nine men. I don't know why they're playing nine men with a high line or the halfway line. It's a bit crazy. <laughs> uh, look, you got sent off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, two yellows. Hope he's on my bench, you know. <laughs> Because of my fantasy That's bench. Fantasy. Mm. So yeah, it's a bit of a redemption out there. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so yeah, I think that rumble on. Mm. I'd be surprised if Arteta doesn't face any charges. He deserves them. Does. Uh, <laughs> can you mm. bring a club into? Can can you give a club uh, into disrepute? Can think you the do club that? Club will be alright because they. No, but could, is there rules that allow them to do that? So the same way a manager yeah, can be in disrepute, you can do that for a club. Yeah, all the, uh, no, they, well, they can find them in it. Yeah, they can yeah. find the club. Mm. So. Well, but then it'd be problems because you didn't find Liverpool. Hmm. And they didn't use words that Arteta used. Yeah, they that's said, a disgrace. We back it, yeah, we back yeah. it, but you didn't actually say what. Yeah, yeah fair, hmm. fair. So let's, let's see what the fallout of that is. Arsenal's first loss for the season. 
um, apparently that statement went through all the lawyers and that before it went out. Yeah, That leaves Arsenal fourth, uh, tied on points with Liverpool. Newcastle now six, uh, sort of four points off the top four. So good win for them. Uh, I mean, that means Newcastle last five games, uh, well, not last six games, Three wins, two draws. So, not bad on a on a decent on a decent little run. All right, Manchester City. Oh, the docu show. Um, final score here was just now Manchester City six, Bournemouth one. I mean, I predicted a bit of a drubbing, and you know, in the past, Man City sometimes the games you think they're gonna, you know, yeah, go crazy, little, cricket yeah. score type vibes. They win two one, something like a Sheffield United or whatever. But no, they this time it was um, it was pretty uh, emphatic. Took them thirty minutes to score, so you know, boom for holding themselves. But then um, then Jeremy Duke decided to to really announce himself in the in the Premier League. Uh, I think that's I think there were four goal involvements, four or five goal involvements in this one game. For for Doku, Doku? Yeah, 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 five five goal involvements, four assists and one goal. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, well, I would argue two goals, but that one came off a of candy. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it's just what can we say? So I watched it, and um, him and Silver were just like, "We're gonna turn up today." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there was nothing Bournemouth could do. Yeah. If Bournemouth had another man on the pitch, they would have been like, "We don't care." Mm-hmm. Like it was. I know you said it took them to half an hour to score, but they were just camped in the Bournemouth half. For like the whole of the first half, it was just it was ridiculous. Yeah, sixty six percent possession versus thirty five. They made just under double the amount of passes that Bournemouth made. Um, pass accuracy was ninety three percent. It was crazy. They had twenty one shots, eight on target, but they had twenty one shots. Bournemouth had five. It was it's weird. So you know, um, that Harlem played came up half time by. It was like a Man City performance of two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah okay. where they were just just fluid, just fluid, mm. just like everything was working, yeah, clicking. Like you say, they have no results where they just steamroll a team, mm. and it was just like, yeah, it was, just, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was. It was like watching City of old. Yeah, yeah, with Harlan, mm. and he, it's it's weird because he wasn't too involved in the first half. Like we know now, he was a bit injured, but um. Yeah, it was just easy for them, man. Like, Bournemouth didn't really come and, like, put up a fight. It was just, yeah, it was just odd. But, yeah, uh, Doku, man, like, he got the ball rolling with the first goal. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the assist he done for Silva. Yeah, yeah. Where it was just, I don't want to say Messi-esque, mm. but it was, like, tight foot, like, control of the ball. Pulled it back. Man, that was yeah. bad. That was bad. When his guy in and out, yeah, the defender, just, the defender was blown over the gap. Like, yeah. We kind of bigged him up a couple of episodes ago. I think yeah. it was. It yeah, we were talking last, about, last yeah, week. Yeah, we were talking about the direct wingers. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah the direct wingers. Like, yeah, Jack. He's <laughs> taking his place. In what? <laughs> Within 10 games, he's taking his place. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I, I think I said it that day, you know, um, he had Mares there who was mm. that direct you know, would take on the, the fullback and have the quality and product. He sort of got that element back now in his team. But, 
you know what? We've seen Pep do this before. I said to someone on the weekend, I said, look, we've seen Pep sit down players for a whole season before. Mm-hmm. Then the next season, they're back in Vogue and they play again. But now the Silvers had that. He's had, yeah. even this whole time he's there, he's had one season where he plays every week, mm-hmm. one season where he doesn't play. Next season, Phil Foden's had it already and he's 22 or something stupid. So I don't think this is necessarily the end for Jack, but it's definitely going to be a shock because last season, I saw an interview he did, he gave someone um, a couple of weeks ago, I want to say, uh, and they were asking him, like, you know, when he first came in, he felt like he had to get used to it, but when mm. do you feel like Pep trusted you? And he was like, well, there was um, a period last season where I can't remember what game it was, he said he played rubbish, but then Pep kept picking him for all the big games. Mm. Arsenal, bang, 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 bang. So he was like, all right, cool, trust me. And then that helped him play better. And I guess if we make it less about Grealish and more about Doku, he's playing well. How can I drop you for, yeah. for Jack, basically? Yeah. So it's interesting for Grealish as well because he's never really had anyone really challenge him for a position, didn't it? Like, when he was at Villa, mm. he was, like, the main guy. Yeah. I know his first season at, at um, City, he had, like, he did have Mares and a few, yeah. but he was, like, well, I'm the 100 million pound guy, isn't it? Like, he was still he getting... Was play at some point. Yeah, yeah. like, he, he he hadn't had someone like Doku come in, hit the ground running, and putting in, like, top like, performances. I think was, like, Sterling's still there at that point, when he first yeah, came yeah, in the yeah, first yeah, season. but Sterling yeah. kind of got mm. bombed out, didn't he? Mm. And, like, it's going to be hard to not play Doku in the big games, man, because he showed that he can just attack. If your fullback is not on job, mm. it's, a, it's a long afternoon, man. Yeah. It's a long afternoon for them. Yeah, when we yeah. play them again. And that assist for, was it Bernardo's second goal? Mm. Yeah. Lovely ball, lovely ball. And that what a finish that was as well, actually, yeah. over the goalie. And he's got to be everything, balance, mm. touch. You know, got past that the way f- for his first goal, the way he fizzed the ball into to Roger, I think it was, around the corner. You know, he just seems to have a little bit of everything. Obviously, decision making, probably wants an extra level of consistency with the decision making and the finishing. There's probably areas you can pick out, but for someone who's new to the league and all that good stuff, yes, there were people just that will say, uh, when you play at City, it's easier. But as we've shown, it's not because the, the standard is higher. Yeah. It's not easier. There's a lot of ways where it's not easier. But um, yeah, and he goes both ways mm. and uses both feet. A couple of goals with his left yeah. foot. Right? Yeah, yeah he's, he's a good player, exciting player, man. Good to see, and it'll be good to see how he grows for the international team as well. Mm. This is now another Belgian player who can excite, he can just return, just as Hazard retires. <laughs> yeah. Another one that could could, um, t- could do good things. Let's see if he if he plays in the Champions League and he carries that on. Yeah, be interesting next week mm. and City play or City go to Stamford Bridge. Yeah. So this result tonight for Chelsea might be a... Cause we, we Remember, we looked at their fixtures and we were like, they might not beat Tottenham. Yeah. They might not beat Man City. Yeah, like, yeah. this could be a... Yeah. A good game next week, hopefully. Uh, yeah, there's definitely... definitely. So, uh, Tottenham might fall off now. Just been talking well, about there's them. injuries. Well, they've just lost their whole back four in yeah. one match. Yeah. That's... um. <laughs> that, let's see now. And I said this, didn't I? I mm. did say. So they, they won't be there... They won't be there, thereabouts. It's early doors. They haven't got the squad depth to deal with it. Yeah. Did say. So let's see. Let's see. Liverpool. Liverpool. Phew. Talk to them. 1 1. <clears throat> and you just you just made it towards just the end. About. I didn't see this game, but I heard a lot about it. So So we were we were dominant on the ball as I expected us to be. Um our front line just wasn't on it. Like um if if Isaac was here today, he'd be on. Darwin. He'd be on. I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> um, yeah, if um, Isaac was here, he'd be on Salah's case. Um, in terms of Jota, 
didn't really do much to mm. kind of stake his claim for starting more games regularly. Yeah. Darwin, he's a hot and cold guy, isn't it? Like it's what you get with him. Unfortunately, it was it was a cold day yesterday. He had a chance in the first half. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he had a chance in the first yeah. half. Didn't he hit the when bar? the ball broke to him and he hit mm. the bar? Mm. Like I thought, I thought it was a good chance. Like it wasn't fashion. It wasn't nothing, easy. Yeah, it wasn't, but it easy. wasn't easy. Like yeah. Isaac was saying that. Yeah, he should have buried it. No, it wasn't easy. Right, it wasn't easy. Got the hit the crossbar. Fair enough. And then the chance in the second half when it's nil nil, and he fires over from yeah. Range. Well, that's that's unforgivable. But. Everyone's kind of excluding Salah's role in this. So but Salah's no, chance, no, no. yeah, okay. okay. Salah's chance were easy, but he messed it up. Salah's chance were it was a free header. Yeah, but it he messed a, it up. But it's gone straight to my man to score. So it's but the, that's, 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 what, why, what, that's why that, he gets nah, nah, nah. But that's not what he wanted to do. No, but he what, wanted he wanted to score. But he, the fact that he it goes <laughs> to him then lets him off the leash. It does. But, okay, so why can you excuse Salah but not excuse Darwin? Because it's it's gone to him to score. But it went even to, though he never met him, even though he didn't mean it. It went to Salah scored. to score first. So Salah, Salah should have scored. That wasn't easy. That wasn't it, easy. It was, it's not right, like Darwin's though. It's Dad, not like it a, Darwin's It was though. a free header. You're, you're His a striker. His was an open goal. The goal is even there though. You can the keeper. All he had to do was get on target and he, he had scored. to beat the keeper still. There was a, Nunes <laughs> didn't even have to beat nah, the keeper nah, though. Nah. It's an open okay, goal. Okay, granted. But Salah should... Before the ball got to Darwin, Salah should have scored. I think people need to realise that. So let's not negate that fact. Oh, like, right, the ball, the ball falls to Darwin. He should have scored. Yeah. He was lucky it was flagged offside. But Yeah, it wasn't actually offside. It was offside. Yeah, if, it was, if he scored... It was Salah that was flagged offside, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, if, if Darwin had put the ball in the mm. net, the goal would have been given because yeah. Salah wasn't offside. Mm. So I know everyone kind of gets on his case, but everyone, every striker has a, has big misses. Yeah, but he has a lot. He just has a lot. But you got to... Flip it and be like, he's getting in. He's getting in the right places. Mm. He's not shirking. Like you see, stri- strikers who will have a bad game, yeah. have certain misses, and then hide. They shrink. With him, you just got to take the rough with the smooth. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's that's one thing I like about him. He never he never shrinks in a game, mm. especially this season. Like I think he's playing with a little bit more freedom. I think when he came in last season, he had the price tag playing on his yeah. head. There was those stupid Haaland comparisons, like mm. who's going to do better, etc. Well, I think now he's just playing ball. And you're going to get, like I say, you're going to get games where he's going to be good, you're going to be bad. Like the game against Bournemouth in midweek in the League Cup. Ball comes over, no one around him. Mis- <laughs> Terrible mis- touch. Miscontrol <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Less than 10 seconds it later, he's slapped the top corners. Yeah, yeah. And that's him in a nutshell. That's what you're going to get with Darwin. And his goal and assist ratio this season is good. I think he's on, I think it's 15 goals and assists so far this season. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not too stressed about it. What do you think about the midfield, though? Was you happy with the midfield performance? Yeah, again, we we dominated the ball. Like Gravenberch mm. again played well. Um, McAllister. Was, so McAllister had a good game, but mm. again, it's like it's it's weird. So he's in a sixth position, but in this type of game, your six is isn't really needed. So you needed mm. him a little bit more forward because he's not yeah. really. You're not going to be as defensive of what you were if you're playing like mm. a, an Arsenal, Man City, etc. So, could have got a little bit more from going forward. Uh, for all I've been bigging up to like this was his worst game for us. Yeah, so it was a sort of non-existent. Yeah, mm. pretty much. And he got hooked, rightly so. Um, 
And then, yeah, it was just slow. And the thing is, like, before Luton scored, you could see it coming. It's one, one of those games. games yeah, yeah. You're watching it mm. and you're like, Luton are going to score. And we tried to get a handball shout, which was never handball. Yeah. Right, they broke. It was a good goal by them. Like, can't really fault their effort. And we were lucky. There was eight minutes of injury time yeah. being played. Yeah. I didn't think there should have been that much. No, but, I didn't think so either. Actually, um, I didn't think this would be that many. We got the benefit of it. And Elliot, who's who's been really good when he comes off the bench. Mm. I think with Elliot, he just needs to give you 90 minutes. Yeah. Like he'll give you a good half an hour, a good 45 minutes. I guess if he can get mm. start giving a good 90 minutes, he'll go far. And it was here, him who put the cross in for, yeah. for Diaz, which was kind of fitting, considering all that's happened with him in his personal life, etc. So... And and even it coming off his shoulder, it was just like, it was just destined, didn't mm. it? Yeah. Like, it didn't matter. He needed a goal. He, that was the story that needs yeah. to happen that day. So, so if we had lost this game, I would have been, I would have been really upset just because of how well we played coming into the match. So you're happy with the draw then? I think based on with other results of the weekend, you've got to take it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. Going to Luton, who haven't played well, mm. just come up. We, we should have gone there and come away with three points. Yeah. Like I said, I think two or three episodes ago, going into the Man City game, we've got to get maximum points. Like we should have got, mm. we should be 12 for 12. So I think at the minute we're, we're 10 out of 12. How, sorry, sorry. how do you feel big picture with Liverpool now? We've got a sample size. Now I think we can start to analyse teams. We've seen 10, 11 games. Big picture, where do you see Liverpool this season or what What should their aspirations be? Mm. League for the Premier League? At a minimum, top four. At a minimum. I think if we can just stop giving up silly chances... And that, I think that's, I don't think that's just a defensive thing. That's like, what's, what's that look for? Top four. That's it. That's your expectations. I haven't finished. Hmm. <laughs> if we can stop giving up silly chances to the opposition, then I think we can be in a challenge. Because right now, we've, we're three points off top. We've gone away to Tottenham, Chelsea, and Newcastle, which isn't bad. And we're, we're, we're in the mix. Like, it's, the start of November, last year, we were we were way off the pace at this point last year. Like, I think if we can cut out the errors, stop giving chances to the opposition team. Like, everyone gives up chances, but our chances, we give up a proper, like, sloppy and lazy. Cut that out, I think we could be in the, in the title mix. I think but Liverpool I was, should be in the title. I was going to say, you year. gave him an easy yeah. out of the question. I'll, the question is, are you going to be in the title race this season? Mm. Yes or no question? Yes, yes or no answer? Yes. Thanks. You should be, yeah. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Yeah, you should definitely be. That's fair enough. I don't think, I don't think you will be, only because, to your point, I think there are enough teams now that can punish that sort of um, that's that defensive, you know, slackness and yeah. But uh, I, I don't think it's a collectively just a defense. I think it's errors in the team. So like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's not your defenders, short, yeah, short but it's defensive in the, in, the, in, the, in the midfield yeah. where yeah. we get hit on the counter, yeah. etc. Uh, but yeah, like looking at looking at the other teams, I'd say like if you say Arsenal in the mix, which I would you would say you are, I don't see why you wouldn't say. Liverpool I don't in the mix. see how there can be a title race this year without Liverpool, because well, I was going to say forget because, the other teams. Right, let's be honest here. Right now, title races. Who's going to push Man City to the... the yeah, purpose? that's what I'm saying. So I think it's Arsenal, only going to be Liverpool. Forget Spurs. That's what I'm saying. If, if Liverpool you, ain't doing it, I don't yeah, think anyone's yeah, doing it. I think is, Man City's ran away with it then. Are you going to be... 
Um, I don't quite think I'm not with you. I'm not don't think mm. we're quite out of it yet. But are you going to be one of the teams that pushes Liverpool as far as they can? Man City, Man and City. I guess uh, sorry, pushing Man City. As so far you're as saying they can. come like the start of April, we're still in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah, I think we can be. That's what the Premier has become. Yeah. Right? yeah. Who's keeping pace with Man City? Yeah. What happened last season was an anomaly in terms of. The team that were competing with them. No, no, don't try it. <laughs> it was yeah, how. It. So you do so well before Christmas that actually you kind of got a lead and they're chasing, etc. But it was still who's pushed Man City the furthest. It wasn't like there was anybody else that, you know, was sort of in the mix. So I guess to your point about defense, I think there's so many teams now, as you talked about for for a different conversation, but the standing in the Prem has gone up. You know, if you're yeah. not on ball enough across those 38 games. You're going to be punished. Yeah, you, you, you'll get punished. I think that's the only reason. I, I think you're going back in the right direction. And I think next season, you know, and I think I said it before the start, I think next season's going to be yeah, very, very interesting because Chelsea will be a, a cycle ahead. Tottenham will be a cycle ahead, etc. Um, But I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, you're right. I think as it stands, Arsenal need to fix up and it's Liverpool, I think, that... Yeah that are going to give Man City any sort of challenge. And right now, today as it stands, Liverpool are the first candidate for that. Yeah, I, think. Yeah. I, think, and it, I think Liverpool come above Arsenal this season. Mm. Yeah. If we if we beat Brentford next week and then maybe Chelsea get a result at, against City, mm. we go into international break level on point for City, which isn't bad going mm. into a second international break or third. Wait, say that second so, part of that equation again. Who against City? Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, it's that, man. You, <laughs> you, you, you never know, it, man. Like, wishful thinking. Duku against Costa. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. James is back. James is back. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's today. true. Yeah. But to be yeah, fair, even James being does. within three points of City going into like critical times of the year, that's not bad. Like, people are going to drop off. Like, I've got more faith in Arsenal beating City at Arsenal this season. Oh, no, you haven't. Yeah, that's my point. Like, teams like, I don't think Man City are going to go to most of the big teams. That feels like so long ago. <laughs> I remember, remember last season, Man City didn't do well against, away against the top nine and they still killed the league. So that, that that stuff doesn't matter as much for them. And I think that's where they've, that's where they've been really good. As mm. in, they've won all the games they should have won. Yeah. And then the games where you're like, it's against tough teams, etc. Yeah. More often than not, yeah, they're the big games. Yeah, mm. you're not going to win all of them. It is against your rivals. Yeah. But where everyone else falls apart is you'll go to Luton and draw 1-1. One, one. City don't do that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You'll go away to Newcastle and lose. Yeah. City don't do that. Exactly. More often than not, they get that done. And that's, 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 that's the difference. That's the difference. That's the real difference. City will have maybe one of them results a season. Yeah. yeah. And maybe they've already had it. They, had, they, lost, they lost the Wolves. Yeah. They lost, no, but losing to Arsenal <laughs> is not one of them results. He's had it. <laughs> Yeah, those Carry on, carry on. Nah, because Alex's not here, you want to be. It's all, it's, all, it's all jokes. No, but um, yeah, like we're, we're in the mix. Like mm. I'm, that, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too. Is that the first that. game after the international break, Liverpool City? Yeah, mm. and it's twelve thirty on the Saturday. Yeah. Saturday <laughs> at City, oh. yeah. Yeah. They, they, they're doing something. <laughs> like when Klopp moves about stuff, I'm not with him. But on this one, I might, I might have to say. To be fair. Can we just touch on Newcastle? Like they've been on TV, bear bruv. They played eleven games, and eight of them have been on TV. Yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big market for the. That's a big market ah, for the. You notice when their games are on? Yeah, five thirty. Five thirty. And what, prime time. What prime time for Saudi. Because it's like half. Yeah, it's like half eight. It's like half eight. Yeah. 
Prime time, they're always the but Saturday. It's, like, it's so obvious. Like, I guess that's, what, that's what annoys me. It's so it's obvious. Good, it's good but business, they'll be like, man. oh, it's just a schedule. It's good business, man. But we can't have it both ways. It's because of that stuff that. Your owners and my owners can go and raise money in the markets. Mm. I can pay players three hundred grand. We can't if you if if we don't want all that stuff and we want to go back to to um to back in the day and the pitches were short. Yeah, I don't mind, but bruv. Yeah, I get it. Everyone wants the the juice to sell us on. It's got to stop. It doesn't work like that, bruv. It doesn't work like that. Half five next Saturday as well, man. Are they? Yeah. Nah, he's right. You know. Yeah. It's half five, half five Saturday, Saturday yeah, every bro. week. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> straight out, straight out of yeah. business school, man. Straight out of business school. Yeah, they just right. they see them figures in it, the viewing yeah, figures exactly. or whatever, and they're like, yeah. And and um, as much as everyone made uproar, this is a new TV rights auction soon. I think you were talking about the package a few weeks ago. Yeah, you're gonna have a pretty big um, bid enough mm-hmm. for international rights. Not that they weren't big already. Yeah. So, and then obviously with the Americans here, they, bruv, yeah. it's all, come on, man. It's all, it's all business. Um, and I I always find it, and it, it could be simplistic for me, and it's probably a separate topic to have a convo about. I always find it really interesting. All of these journalists getting on their high horse, right? So, you know, we you know we read, I don't know about you, but we read The Athletic and all this, they, they get on their high horse. And I'm like, but hold on, hold on. If the game hadn't blown up the way it blew up, we wouldn't have every Tom... We would still have the same six men that used yeah, to get about, together on a Sunday on yeah, Sky. Yeah. It would just be those tabloid newspapers. We wouldn't have, you know... To be fair, the Athletic is a byproduct of how big... I know, I know they don't just focus on football, yeah. but it's a byproduct of the way the kind of industry has, has 100%, gone. 100%, bro. <laughs> yeah. 100%. The, the podcast, all of that, the empires that people have built, like... Mm. Um, off the back of that football explosion is all from the same machine that has attracted yeah. these kind of owners. Yeah. So I just, this this moral hypocrisy, it does my head in. It does my head in. It's like, it's good Yeah. up until a point when it's not, it's not good. Yeah. And it's like, well, hold on, hold on. I didn't hear all of this noise or as much noise when it was Roman investing and there's things you could have said there. Yeah. You know, we've, the, the great, I, yeah. I just, I just find this country, the way everyone gets in there, on their moral high ground when it when um yeah. it even Sir Jim everyone's like it'll be really good for Man United. <laughs> okay, why would why are certain other owners not good for, for Man United? Well, you know, <laughs> and 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 they call it sports washing, etc. That's fine. So when it was the World Cup, don't go. Mm. If you feel that strongly about it, you don't take the money, you know, take unpaid leave or whatever. Don't yeah. go. It'd be interesting with Qatar getting the Saudi, you mean? Saudi. Sorry, Saudi. Yeah. 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 Well, they, Saudi, all, yeah. they will all be yeah, there. Yeah, cool. yeah. They will all complain from there. They will all be there. Just yeah. another winter one. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. I didn't mind yeah, the winter. Yeah, team. like, for all the, the fallout beforehand, it was a really good tournament. Yeah, you know but, what I mean? So, and the other thing yeah. is, as well, does it's like, again, you want the game to grow. Mm. They talk about the time. You want the game to grow. You want more people playing football. It's great, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So now we need to do things to suit all the new people that are into football. Yeah. It's uproar. Brother, the Summer World Cup isn't going to work for everybody. It's just not going to. Yeah, it's, it's not possible. It is not possible. Unless we keep it very European focused. What was the World Cup that was in South America and they were complaining about the high altitude? Do you remember? What tournament was played in, um, was played in South America? The last one was Brazil. That was 
2014. Yeah. 2014 was yeah. Brazil. And I remember there were certain places mm. and, and you know Brazil so much. had to <laughs> yeah. fly six hours <laughs> to a game. But complaining about high altitude. I'm just like, guys, please, please. Like, it can't just be it. Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can't yeah. just be Europe all day, every day. So I'm not here for it. Everyone made it work. Everyone was crying. All of this. It came and it went. Mm. They said there were going to be more injuries, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what happened? Nothing. <laughs> so as usual, because it wasn't, the, you know, Europe's idea or it's not in line with what we yeah. normally do here, everyone wanted to cry about it. Oh, get out of here, man. <laughs> everyone will be there in Saudi. They'll all be taking their paycheck and they'll all be complaining about the country whilst in Saudi, whilst collecting their money. That's what they'll all do. It's as simple as that. Anyway, let me st- get off my soapbox now. Brentford. Um... They're on a march, man. They're on a bit of a on a bit of a march. West Ham, another loss. Um, but it wasn't clear cut. It was seemed like a I didn't, yeah, I didn't like, get much of this game. This was, was a good game. Yeah. yeah. Good game. I think when West Ham t- went two one up, you kind of expect them to see it out. Yeah. And then your boy Antonio, who we mentioned last week. I can't remember who it is that plays the ball across the box. But it's basically I see <laughs> someone that. plays it across the box. And I think Antonio and Morpé are going for No, it. it's Ben Rama. I see it, Ben, ben Rama. Rama. Morpé plays for yeah, Brentford, bro. Yeah, he plays for Brentford. Oh, yeah. the end of the picture. <laughs> you can't have Antonio and Morpé. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, mad. Yeah, I've, yeah. Had, I've had one there. What yeah. kind of transfer um, strategy is that? Hey. Yeah, Antonio yeah, should have left it for Ben Rama. But he, as a striker... Did he know he was there? As a striker, you got to go for it, though, innit? Like, but if you no. go for it, you got to put it in the... Listen, this is not Sunday League football. This is the Premiership. You hear a call, but I think yeah, they don't I don't think he knew he was there. Well, maybe. Also, mm. bro, you see where he's where he's already locked into the move. <laughs> You're not stopping that train. Yeah? So, I've seen the replay a few times. I'm sure from when he started sliding in for that ball. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was finished. So, you're right. Barama should have probably made yeah. his presence known. Um, but forget the fact that he took the ball off Barama's foot. How did he miss from there? Yeah, he should have scored. He should have scored. Yeah, That's he should have scored. Yeah. So, Barama's probably steaming because... Mm. You should have scored that. Forget taking it off me. As I said, strikers miss big chances. You should have yeah. scored. <laughs> you should have scored. But, um, um, but yeah, Kuda scored a good opener. Oh, great goal. Um, yeah, good goal. Great finish. No, nah, Morpé scored first. What, did he? Oh, brave. Yeah. What's happening? All right. Let's, Morpé scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morpé yeah. scored first. And I, I'm not going to lie. I've been giving him stick. I feel that was his first goal in 13, 14 months. But he even admitted it. He said he didn't know what to do when he scored. Oh, <laughs> he said it's been so long he forgot to celebrate. He nearly missed as well. It was, it, it, it was literally on the goal line. Yeah. And he's, he, he's like, the, it wasn't even a good finish. You know who it reminds me of? What was the name of that? Um, there was a there was a Sheffield United striker. I think he ended up marrying or, or he was Karen Brady's partner one time. What is his name? Oh, you're talking about Paul Pescalino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he was another one. <laughs> Bruv, that guy was a striker, was getting moves. He never scored. Any goal. <laughs> Morpé is a modern day Paul, whatever his surname is, bruv. That's what he reminds me of. He just keeps getting these moves. But then, yeah, could have scores. West Ham's opener. There you go. Yeah, West Ham's opener. Mm. Better. You're back. Yeah. Um, good goal. Like, yeah, it was. yeah. I mean, we called it. Great what is finish. it? If you want any more tactical, like, consultancy, yeah, we did say it. Get Kudus in the team, have a bit more creative, creativity, etc. Since we did that pod, he's been doing how it. They, how are they playing it then? So where's Bowen playing then? If Kudus is playing on the right, where's Bowen? Nah, but Kudus doesn't really play on the right. When I've watched it, he, he ends up in the centre a lot. He oh, ends okay. up in the centre a lot. Does a lot of that. To be honest, and I and I, don't, I never thought I'd say this about someone playing in David Moyes' team. It's almost like he's got a bit of a free roll. Okay. <laughs> mm. 
Because every time I've seen him cause, even against us, right, where he was causing yeah. problems, he was kind of central, mm. just yeah. outside the box, picking up the ball, like, in those, I don't know, yeah, he's like he's in those ten, pockets. Yeah. Like ten floating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So, so, so Bowen's then, still on the right. Yeah, he's still yeah, out wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Bowen's still out to a wide. Benrahma doing his damage out there. So, yeah, I'm not going to lie, it's looking, it's looking good. Um, and then an old Arsenal boy scores an own goal. Um, do you remember him? That was poor. Yeah. Was it the, the, the Greek guy? Yeah, yeah, that was poor. That was poor. Marco he was like one of, the, one of those like deadline day signings for you, like, weren't he? Something like that. I, was I think he was some sort of like wonder kid. He come to us as and never really played. No, it was it was like a. I think it was one of those ones where it was meant to be cheap side. I think we signed him for like a mil, something mm. mad. But he was meant to be high potential. Yeah. So it's one of those ones where if he doesn't work out. It kind of is what it is. And he went on a couple of loans. Uh, and then I just saw that he'd, he'd been transferred out. And I thought, wow, okay. Um, fair enough. I didn't, mm. didn't think West Ham needed him. But uh, there you go. Um, I don't know why. Is Zuma injured? Because he was Aguerd and, and Mavropanos at the back. Scored an own goal. Uh, he got booked. He had a hell of a day, mate. Yeah, he um, And then, yeah, so they go 2-1 up. Own goal brings it back to to three two, and then Nathan Collins sixty nine minute. So yeah, Brentford march on. I mean, every week I say, it, but I feel I used to say you never know what Brentford you're gonna get. So you're gonna have, they're either gonna come and win emphatically, or they're gonna lose. This is almost a now. It's no, we we still win games that close. Yeah, you know, we'll yeah. force things. Own goal is fortunate, but you make your own luck, and then you get, it gives you the the bite to go in front. You know, is he working wonders again? I mean, we are, we are what? Um, we're 11 games in, four wins, four draws, three losses, but 16 points. They are what? It's not bad, to be honest. They're eight yeah. points off, off the top four. Fine, top four is not their aim. But if you think about their pack, they're four points behind Newcastle um, and two points behind Man United and Bryant. So they're keeping pace. Three wins in a row. Um, I, think they're on the, I think they're on the right track. But again, for all of Chelsea's ills, they're only one point behind Brentford now after today. The, the yeah. tables, the Premier League's it's so tight. It's in it. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. This I think early, a couple wins, that's like it. you say, and anything can happen. And that's it. And that's it. And then I think, um, whilst they weren't on the lineup, I think it's it's also encouraging for Brentford. You've got different scorers again to, in that mm. game, you know. More pay. I mean, he probably won't score again for another six months. But <laughs> got more pay. Um, Collins. Uh, you know, every week it seemed like it was Mbemo, Mbemo, Wissa, Mbemo. So, again, um, pretty good. West Ham, I mean, they are, where are they now? 12th. <laughs> lost three games on the bounce. They've lost five games already. One, four, drawn two, lost five. I don't think it's panic stations and they had a pretty poor season last week. Yeah, they were battling relegation, weren't they? So yeah. They've been lucky, like you say, not drawing many. Like, mm. they're winning yeah. or losing, innit? Yeah, which and is really the... Yeah, that gives you the point. Like, they got 14 points. If they win their next game, they could go up to ninth. So... Well, all else yeah. be equal. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so no alarm bells ringing? No, mid-table, nah, that's yeah. where you, I'd expect them to be. Yeah. yeah. I think teams like West Ham, Brentford, I'm going to put Brighton in there. Yeah. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Yeah. Yes. They're going to give you Ups and downs, isn't it? They're gonna win yeah. a couple games and then and lose, lose one, yeah. Lose one, maybe lose a couple, but then get back, they get then get back on track. Yeah. So I mean, just to touch on Palace, um, quickly, I know I didn't I didn't put them in the main the main read up, but um 
2-0 win at Burnley. I made a prediction between before the game that they would probably win, but I expected a bit more, mm. bit more out of Burnley. Yeah, I didn't see this, but apparently Palace were quite fortunate to win this game. Yes. From what yes, I've been told. Yeah, yeah same, mm-hmm. same. But, <laughs> but you look at the table, and you start saying, Mr. Mr. Company, this is one win, one draw, nine losses. They got four points. And we made a lot of jokes about Sheffield United's one point. I mean, how safe is he? How, how, genuinely. No, I, I think that's exactly where I expect him to be. Yeah, I'm the same, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I expected more from them visually. Like, the, their first game against Manchester City, they looked pretty good. They like Even though they lost, I think it was 3-0 in the end. Mm. But they looked quite expansive. It seems like they've regressed a little bit. And... Yes, because you can only base it on what you saw last mm. year in it. Like, and everyone said the championship's a tough league and whatnot, but it's a big step up coming to the Premier League. Yes, isn't it? it's huge. And I think if you look at Cooper last year, I think he started off the season with not enough for us a certain way. Mm. And he was like, you know what? This ain't working. So he changed his style of play a little bit. I think company needs to tweak what he's doing and be like, Right, I've tried to play football. It's not working. I need to look at plan B. So, so sorry. I, well, I've done what I accused Daz of earlier. I asked a poor question. I guess because <laughs> it's not just um, it's not just where they are. It's the how. So if you're in boom, if you're in Burnley's hierarchy, right? You've seen the kind of players you got. Is there a thing of we need a bit more pragmatism from you, Vincent? Like actually, based on the players we've got and what we've done. If you're willing to compromise a little bit and just get through these games, you you know, you can't come to the Premier and be this expensive, etc., mm. etc. Et Does that fall into it? Because I've, I've watched games and I'm like, you guys are, you guys are actually doing most of what he wants, mm. right? Most of how he wants to play the game. You're holding your own, you know, technically they're keeping the ball, they're shifting it around. It's that final third where it's hard. And that's mm. the hardest thing in the Premier, yeah. right? <clears throat> Scoring goals. Um, is there an element of saying, Vincent, just do what you need to do to keep us in there, man. Just, just, just do enough. Yeah, do it. And we'll yeah. give you more players next summer yeah. to take you the next step. Like, and that's why I'm asking, is he safe? Because as an owner, do you let him down his sword that you plan for going back? Because I think I said early on, some of the signings they're making, 40 million on that keeper, etc. smells to me like a team who are, who are ahead of our plan, mm-hmm. will happily go back down with the parachute money, yeah. build the best team in the championship, then come back and stay. Yeah. But now you're here, you know, is there a danger? Is there, do you let him down his sword or do you say, you know what, actually, we want to stay in here? Like, just aim for 17th, innit? Like, that's, yeah. all, that's all you got to do. I mm. think no, I like, think no, let him, you've got to let him down his sword. I think, yeah? Yeah, I think it'll be crazy to sort of look and change it now. Many a team have must done seen, that. Must be and so then frustrating. Yeah, but 10, years, other... 10 years later, they're still winning the championship because they've done that and they've gambled. But other teams, we can see that they're blatantly not good enough. When you watch the Burnley team, you can see most of it is there. Like, from from the... Mm. Everything up until the position box here, <laughs> yeah. they're better than most promoters. They're yeah. better than some teams that have been in the Prem two, three years. And then the rest of it... Oh, but has he got the personnel to change it as well? Because this is how they've been playing for two years now. They've playing like this last year. So yeah, and that's what I'm can, saying. Maybe, can you flip it? But it depends with um, what you said about Cooper. Yeah. 
he had a whole new squad. He had he brought yeah. in all these different players and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if a company's got that luxury of bringing in. But all I, these different I, I don't know if he needs to go that far. So mm. even if you look at his, um, even if you look at his, his January signings, maybe he's just got to flip the script a bit. Mm. Look, when he wants to change it now, again, no disrespect, but he's bringing on Jay Rodriguez. Yeah. You know, at yeah. this stage of his career, and you're in the Premier, trying to, you're trying to change games, you're trying to make things happen. So yeah, he's probably a good season pro to have around the club, etc. But that's yeah. not, you know... Where are they going to carry you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I don't know, you're right. What Materially, what does that mm. mean? But there's definitely uh, a spectrum of what they're doing now yeah. and almost just winning a bit uglier, compromising a little bit on that. Maybe going direct a, a cycle or two earlier. Yeah, I don't know, mate. But I, I do think that there's there's some... There's definitely some things around us. Looks like the bottom four have already been cut adrift. It looks like it's three from four already. Yeah, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. 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 Looting up five points off Everton. Yeah. It's 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 not looking good. And they've what, all um, just all won one game in eleven. <laughs> so if you win one more in the next eleven, then <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 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 gonna be close, yeah. man. It's gonna be close. And then now it's almost just don't get sucked in there. But it's almost to your point, there's a bit of a mm. cliff edge now. So as the season goes on, mm. don't drop below this this barrier. Keep yeah. them adrift. So when mm. you know they might win games, etc. Yeah, you keep you keep going. Yeah. So yeah, tables forming. As I said, you get to mm. around twelve games in. Yeah, it's starting to it's starting to set a little bit. So so that's that's um that's interesting. All right, let me just round up the other scores. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Sheffield United two Wolves one. Massive win for Sheffield United. Yeah. Um, the penalty. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, this... Go on, if you're going to make a statement about something, <laughs> this is when you make a statement. Go I on. thought that was the worst... I, I think that's maybe the worst decision I've seen this, uh, this, for those this seen season. For What happened? 99th minute of the game. Sheffield United in the box. Wolves player. He's gone to make a tackle. He's kind of stopped himself. It's basically exactly the same as what happened towards the week before against Newcastle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of stopped himself. The Sheffield United player has gone over and the referee's given a penalty thinking that he's touched him. He's not really touched him. It might have been the slightest touch but nothing to make him go over. And VR. But do you think they give it because they gave the one last week? So they're being consistent. <sighs> That was bad. Yeah, terrible. That so was then, bad. You, you Gary, Gary O'Neill, man, he's not having a good rubber degree, oh, is he? That, <laughs> that he was must bad. have been going mad in the post interview. Uh, no, I think he held his call. You know, to be yeah. honest, to give him giving me his dues, he actually he just said he don't want to talk about. It. But that was bad. That was real bad. Yeah, it was. And the Sheffield United player, he didn't even turn around to appeal. He jumped back up to try and carry yeah, on playing like, football because yeah. he, he knew it weren't a pen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was oh. Yeah, that referee is a bit. He is poor. It was like he, he gave it too quick. You know where the ref just yeah, gives just, like, yeah literally. straight. Literally happened. Penalty, and it's like wow. oh, no, you've gone too quick. And then it's you know, and then bar, plus ten. and then bar. Yeah, it's maybe thinking about last week. They're thinking this oh, bad, crazy. And then ninety plus ten, big big pressure pen, and he smashes it. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. Sometimes I see that and I think, ooh, composure. But I actually yeah. think, no, that's nervousness. You know, the, all of that is just unleashed all the nervousness in that yeah. pen. And yeah, he, he, he was, he he, was, he he was kind of admitted that he didn't know where it was going. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the post back yeah. interview, he, he was so. like, yeah. he, he was like, oh, so, so yeah. face value looked good. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, what a pen. But yeah, big, mm. big uh, three points for them. Um, I mean, they still only got four points, but this might be the worst relegation performance. Like, mm. from the teams that get relegated, it must, well, as a collective, yeah. we might see... It's like, no one wants to oh, stay up. Yeah, yeah, but you got <laughs> Luton have not been in the bottom three now for a good, good few weeks, a good three, four weeks now. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's going to be interesting. At Nottingham Forest 2, Aston Villa nil. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. Did not see that coming at all. Um, and kind of Villa's kind of good run. And again, it gets uh, it gets it gets um, Forest uh, back up the table. I mean, where are we now? They're 13, 13 points. So they're in the mix of that mm. group you said, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah. So fair play. Everyone criticised how many players they bought, etc. But actually, even this season, they're benefiting from that. From yeah. those um, purchases they made yeah. last season, some of them didn't work out, Lingard, mm. etc. But players are are here, wouldn't yeah. he, etc. Yeah. Bad mistake from Martinez for the second goal, though. Yeah, could happen. But... To, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any best keeper? No, what did you win best keeper? Yeah, last he did. Week? yeah, yeah. Best keeper. No. Right, you see what you said. I don't yeah. like people. That's a guy. Hundred percent. Don't care if he's Arsenal. He's he's. Uh, I saw a, a tweet last week where he came on for Leno when Leno got injured. Mm. And they said that's like the sliding doors moment uh, of his career. Yeah, if yeah, Leno no. didn't get injured, yeah. his whole trajectory doesn't, that. doesn't happen. I was at Brighton. Yeah. That's because of Mope. Yeah. That's where Mope injured yeah. Leno. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. if that doesn't happen, mm. Messi might not have a World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Relax. Um, <laughs> Everton won. Brighton won. I think that's a good point for Everton. I know they're at home. Um, but... I mean, they, they took the lead seven minutes in and then Ashley Young on goal. So I didn't see this game. When was the Ashley Young goal? Was that late? The 84th minute. Yeah, yeah, it was quite late. 84th minute. Oh, I mean, the I, stats... thought, I thought Pickford was at fault for it. Really? Yeah, it's a mm. cross of Matoma and he's flipped top of Ashley Young and he's gone above, above Pickford's head. I don't know. He just sort of just tried to. It, I feel like he should have just pushed it over the bar. I don't know what. Yeah. He sort of like just fell back. But then you read the stats of the game, and again, I, I know it can be misleading. Mm. However, Brighton, 80% possession. Yeah, that's what yeah. they were saying. They had all 80. The ball. They had all the ball. But, you know, Everton had 10 shots, four of which on target. Brighton only had seven shots, two of which were on target. So, again, you know, you got to use the possession, right? Um, but, again, another vital point for Everton. They creep further up. And as you say, that point, mm, yeah, the gap, five points away from, from yeah. Newton now. Um, but I expected a Brighton win, to be honest. I know Everton have been ticking up, but I thought, I thought we'd get a Brighton win there. I think that is all the games talked about. Cool. Um, moving on briefly, we've had a couple of, you know, people returning to their spiritual homes. We had, um, you know, uh, Declan Rice going back to West Ham on Wednesday, not a happy mm-hmm. return for him. We've had uh, Pochettino go back to Spurs today. Must be happy with that. <laughs> um, let's start with Rice. I've got a few views on the Poch one. I like the way he's patterning the butt. But, you know, Rice came back. There were a few people, well, most of the crowd seemed to applaud him and, you know, give him a bit of, what's the word? A welcome back to recognise his time there. Of course, it's 2023's football. People are booing him when he touched the ball, etc. What are your thoughts on this? Is it just fans being fans or? So, it's funny. On Wednesday, I was listening to TalkSport and you know their fans phoned in, etc. Mm. A West Ham fan phoned in and he was like, Rice is a Judas. I was like, what? 
And he's like, he could have gone to anyone else apart from Arsenal. Yeah. And but I wouldn't have, have a rivalry with And him. I would have been. And, no. I, and in my head, no, I was thinking. It, it must be in their heads. I was like. It's not like he went to Chelsea or something. Yeah, I was like, there's no, there's no rivalry there. And he was like, oh, what's he going to win there? He could have stayed with us or gone on to somewhere else for bigger and better. And I think a lot of these issues where a manager or a player goes back to an old club, mm. it's fans trying to create something that's not there yeah. or that's there within themselves yeah. and they want to project it onto the players mm. or, or the managers. Like, for far as I'm concerned, like, Declan Rice didn't do anything wrong in terms of getting his... I yeah, think he handled it really well. Yeah, and he, and he was like, an, another example. I mean, you've talked about it a few times. Such a, he's such a, a likable individual. I think the way he handled all of that, yeah. it was pretty yeah. quiet at the right time. It was time. like, he knew how much West Ham wanted for him. He never came out. He didn't put in a transfer request. He didn't do that thing where he signed a new contract and gets mm. more money before mm. he leaves, etc. He was just like, I, I think it's time for me to have a new challenge. Mm. West Ham said, right, if you get 100 million... Go, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, I just think it's, like, I can understand, like, intense rivalries, like, back in the day. Like, Sol Campbell going to Arsenal back in the day, I kind of get why there was a little bit of animosity there. But I think if you look, even if you look at players now, they, they're kind of squashing the rivalries between clubs and players, etc. Like, so it's, it's all kind of being held on to by the fans. And I think that's why it's just a bit it's, it's and a I think, And I think we're also seeing um, less pure and pure homebred players. So even Declan Rice, he came from Chelsea. Yeah. Right? We're seeing less and less of like, I don't know, the Skulls and the Beckhams or an Enketia or a Saka who came all... And even Enketia. He came Chelsea, to Arsenal at 14, Chelsea. 15 yeah. when he was, he was from, Chelsea. from Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of these younger youth players are swapping clubs Early, yeah, say, yeah. the way they've mm. professionalized mm. the young the youngsters game, you know, people are coveted at twelve, thirteen yeah. now. I, I think we're going to see a lot, a lot less of that. The, the, I think we might have seen the last of the Mark Nobles, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, people 100%. have come come all the way through. So I think that that helps. But also, you know, there was talk of Declan Rice going to Chelsea, right? Mm. Even as a West Ham fan, he came steaming. He came from Chelsea. You know, he, that would have been him going back to <laughs> yeah. the club, club that kind of, you know, that is home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, you know my view sometimes. Football fans are just, they're just tribal to the point of, of, of borderline stupidity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. And then he loses, which you don't want to do when you go back to your club, but it is a Carabao Cup. We, you know, we need to go there and, and deal with them in the league. Um, but what do you, what do you think about it? Well, I was there on Wednesday, so I went yeah, right, in the way end. <laughs> you go to and games there? So to be sure. fair, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like... Yeah. Do you reckon that's what I was really, days in Do you know what? I was actually really disappointed and surprised. Mm. I was expecting him to get a big rousing reception. Mm. Yeah, same. you got to think, he won, he's picked up a European trophy for them yeah. four months ago. Yeah. And they, when's the last time they've won something? Years and years and years. Yeah. I think there's only three captains who have won something for West Ham, and he's one of them. Yeah. I was expecting him to the whole stadium to give him a standing ovation. And it was like, it was a little clap, a little few boos, but yeah. like, I thought it was a bit yeah. disappointing because mm. this whole West Ham Arsenal rivals thing, this is new to me. No, no rivalry. Yeah, even when he was, when he, when it was the transfer was going through, they was all like, 
Why is he going Arsenal? Blah, 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 blah. Had he gone Man City, where they all wanted him to go, there would have been no problem. There would have been no problem on Wednesday. Yeah. He would have got the biggest reception going if he was, if he was in a Man City shirt. Maybe it's so, a London thing. It's, yeah, it must be. Possibly. Like, it's just, it's very disappointing because what he's achieved there, yeah. I think he deserved a bit more than what, yeah. than what, they, what yeah. they gave him. Yeah, it boils down to the, expect, the expectation that fans put on players, they expect it back in equal measure. Mm. And that's not how life works. Like That speaks to another situation as well. Rashford, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We need to we need to talk about that. Yeah, as well. we do yeah. need to talk about that. So quickly on on the Poch piece, um, he's gone back today, and I feel like he's been quite open about his time at at, at, at well, I say open. He's not watched his words as much as I thought he would. So you know when mm. he joined Chelsea, mm. he talked about them being the biggest club in London, and and said some other things that affected his. Chelsea TV kind of uh, arrival interview, which, you know, irked the Spurs fans mm. no end. Like, you, yeah. you can imagine the Spurs fans are in groups, I mean, they were crazy. Then I saw, uh, again, pre-match stuff. He said, listen, I didn't leave off my own choice. I was sacked. He said yeah. it, like, clearly. He said that. Yeah. He said, me and my mm. staff, we were sacked. We didn't leave. We didn't mm. pack up our bags when they were yeah. out. So no, we were sacked. So mm. everyone be clear about that. And I, and I think it's refreshing. Yeah, there's no political. Mm. There's, no, no. I would still mm. be there today if they didn't fire me, innit? Mm. Yeah, that, is, yeah, that was his effectively his his message. I mean, we've not seen the game. We've been here recording, but I can only imagine the reception he's got. And he's gone back. Then he's. I don't care what the seconds. Yeah, are, I saw so he like, stumped them four one. Tottenham fans online saying, "Yeah, let's get ready to boo Potocino, Blah blah. I'm like, right. Like as you said, he didn't choose to leave. He was sacked. Yeah. And in the last ten. 20, or since they won the League Cup, he's brought them their best moments Mate. that they've Champions had. League finals, all yeah, of that. Like, he's going Chelsea, though. But it, it doesn't matter. That is a big rivalry. When Jules Graham went there, I didn't hear them complaining, bro. That is a big rivalry. That is, it does. It, it doesn't. If Arteta joined Tottenham tomorrow, how does, how does it affect you? I couldn't care less. Bro, this is it. Yeah. Like, it don't, it don't I might, I might be happy. I might but, be happy. You know, <laughs> I don't know whether a lot of it is it's in their is, head. Is it, no, but it's it forced. A, is it's it more forced. like pantomime stuff? Is it, it's not actually like, oh my God, I'm upset. Nah, nah, or is it more nah, like, boo? Nah, there are fans mm. who are spitting blood. Bro, <laughs> you've been to enough games mm. now. You've been to enough games now to know that for some of these guys, it's very, very real. Like, I, I, I say it all mm. the time. People are going to get tired of me saying it. Either they, I don't love the game enough or they love the game too much. <laughs> yeah. Because... I think it's the latter. I think it's the latter. Oh, it's unreal. And, and it's not like he left you lot and went straight there. He went to, to PSG, you know, yeah. a, a club in a stratosphere you lot don't understand. He's left there and now... And it's a, it's a job. Like, it's a proper it's a job. job. It's a step up from yeah. the Spurs job. Let's it's like, real. man's got to mm. work. Okay, he doesn't have to work, but he wants to work. He's an ambitious manager. And he's like, right, this is a job. I'm going to take it. So what do you think they should do, the Tottenham fans? Do you think they should clap him or, yeah, or do nothing? You should get he's a rousing reception. I, 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 I don't no, think you need no, a reception. I don't think you get rousing reception. Do nothing. Like, yeah, I, I agree just, with you. It's do nothing. insignificant. Right? Yeah. If you want to go to Chelsea, mm. go to Chelsea, but... He didn't win anything You shouldn't be baying for, for, for his blood. No, no, but, but I'm looking from their point of view. When he was there, he was the best thing since last spread. Remember? Let's mm. potch this, potch that. Blah, blah, blah. So if he was that great, reflect that when he returns. Reflect that when he returns. It's like your new home. You've moved on. You've got Ange, who's the who's the now the new best thing ever. 
Um, you know, people are using him as a comparison as to why mm-hmm. Ten Hag should be looked at. But like t- twelve games versus eighteen months, I, I think that's a that's a ludicrous um, comparison people have used. Emery, maybe he's been a bit longer, but you can't use Ange to say, "Oh, look, he's made a difference already." What's Ten Hag doing? It's been eleven games, and we'll see what's going now with four defenders out. Yeah, that's one free straight manager of the month. Good for him. Never been yeah. done we'll, before. We'll see. We'll see in May because. Yeah. It's early doors. And it so, would have been interesting. It would have been interesting if Ronaldo had joined Man City. Because remember, he was on the cusp. And you know how Man United fans were standing for Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All up until. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all yeah, about so, the club, isn't it? It's all because yeah. even with the Poch thing, yeah. if he come back with Barcelona or someone yeah. like that, he'd get a big massive reception. Yeah, that's what it's, I'm it's just literally about the club. Chelsea. Yeah. So yeah. I think he should get a reception mm. that befits this thing they held him in. Yeah. And then that should be it. But I'm sure when we go and watch the highlights, there'll be lots of booze. Mm. There'll be lots of, yeah, just crazy football stuff. But you know they got that wall. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I've been in there. And that time. stand, because it's tearless. You've it's... been in there? Yeah. What are you doing in there? I'm a football fan. <laughs> I'd like to I consume football yeah, whichever which way I can. I've been to the Spurs stage of few times. For reasons I'll tell you off. <laughs> Uh, offline but but yeah I, I yeah. just think football just grow up fans. man yeah man yeah. get a grip lads just, just yeah. get a grip yeah I had a couple of other points but let's yeah let's get on to this Rashford thing what what, what? I have a view but let me get your oh, view that's what do you what do you think, on this. Go on. I think let's uh, let John set the scene first yeah. let John set the scene oh, yeah, 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 yeah so, yeah, so yeah, for yeah, those yeah. I don't know <laughs> after um, Manchester United lost uh, quite comprehensively the Manchester Derby Marcus Rashford was uh, pictured recorded uh, and I'm going to do it in the order it was re- it was reported right he was out enjoying a, a night at a nightclub to which everyone as we do in this country said oh how could he be out partying after losing to City blah 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 then it emerged well actually it was his birthday party which would suggest that it was planned anyway. Yeah. And he did it after the game because mm. he couldn't do it before. Obviously, he'd be preparing, etc. Um, And that has now set a lot of conversations as to, based on the result that day, whether he should have still gone out and socialized or not. not. No one seems to care that it's his birthday. No one seems to care that he has something to celebrate. It was more the fact of, you lost that day, everything should go in the bin. Stay in your house. Go on, this. Anyone who thinks that really needs to take a hard look at themselves. This is absolutely ridiculous. Mate. It's his birthday. He's got his birthday party planned. He's got a life. He's, like, he's living his life. As, as far as football is, these people need to realise it's just his job. He's just a football player. It's just his job at the end of the day. If I have a bad day at work, do you think, oh, I'm not going out to celebrate my birthday? It doesn't make no sense whatsoever. I can't believe anyone thinks they can have a problem with this. He Are you never, surprised though? He never broke any rules. The club mm. have come out and said he did not broke any rules because it's the day of the game. The game, the game done. Yeah. You ain't got another game for three days. Yeah. You can go and do what you want. It's yeah. your it's your free time. Yeah. So he's he's arranged his birthday. Mm. Well in advance. Yeah, well in advance. So even if you arranged it on the day, who cares? It's his, it's his own free time. He can, he's not a football player anymore. He's clocked off of a work. He can do whatever he wants. But to the point, and this is why I wanted to go to this from that, to the point Keith just made, this is very real for a lot of people. He's a public figure. He has a lot of money. He's at our club, blah, blah, blah. 
And if you see some of the conversation around it, you know, you see Paul Merson and Clinton Morrison were having a pretty heated debate. And even Clinton Morrison was saying, no, he can go out for dinner, but he can't go to a nightclub. Why? What? He can do whatever he wants. What's the difference? That makes no are you Are you angry that he's out? So, oh, he can go out for dinner, but he can't go to a nightclub. That doesn't make what sense. What are we talking about here? He can but do whatever he wants. It goes back to the, to the fan... Yeah, the fan experience in it. So it's essentially, yeah, but these they, lot, these comments. Sorry, keep this on that. These commentators, they drive that though. So those yeah, kind of comments, yeah, hundred percent drip feed. They they drive that narrative and that way of thinking. No, but you know what? There's another element to this that is not really being discussed. Yes, yes. And it's a certain perception. Yeah. And I'm just gonna say it's it because he's young, he's rich. And he's black, and yeah, they will yeah. come out and say, and "All oh, they're seeing is rap out. video." Yeah, yeah they're just seeing rap video. Yeah. Yeah. They're just seeing rap video. He's in a mm. club, he's out partying, and that whole image altogether, how he dresses, yeah. the jewelry, it's not a picture that mainstream Britain likes. It's only certain it's players no. you hear this about the Sterlings, yeah. Rashford. That it's only certain yeah, players Sancho. that they're going to be, yeah, yeah. Sancho that mm. they're going to be looking at. Mm. Like, Sorry, it's, keep going. it's ridiculous. Go on, no, I can say, yeah, in terms of the fans, like. <laughs> Footballers are in a position that they would love to be in. Yes, yes. And it's like when they <laughs> when they see footballers doing things that they perceive as overstepping the mark and not appreciating where where they, where they where they feel they they should be, they're like you're doing wrong. But what a lot of fans do is forget. The time and effort it takes to get to where a Marcus Rashford, mm-hmm. a Jaden Sancho, or Sterling gets to. Like, it starts when they're like six, seven, yeah. eight, and they're playing football week in, week out. Their parents are driving them up and down the country to play games. They just see it as right, you're at this club now, you're earning X amount of money. We as fans have a right to say how you should live your life yeah, and yeah. respond to defeats or victories. Yeah. No, no, you don't. You ha- you can respond to a defeat or victory any way you like. Mm-hmm. If your team loses and you want to sit in your house and not talk to anyone or punch a hole in a wall, etc., that's fine. But just because you're a professional footballer doesn't mean I have to respond the way that you want me to. And that's the key. And the thing is, to your point, he's not broken mm-hmm. any rules. And the reason why I say all the narrative, because we have a lot of old tropes here mm. yeah, that yeah. get perpetuated all the time yeah. and it goes back to the point I made before about um, you know things about narratives around clubs the standards the expectations all of that is perpetuated by the people who are in the media and the commentary so now Man United can't get rid of the past because mm. half the people you see on your TV screen you're talking about games are X-Man United yeah. and we had that with Liverpool for but it's the same with this you've got people like Paul Merson on TV who in 2023 and the hypocrisy of it really pisses me <laughs> yeah, off. Paul Merson of all people. Paul Merson of all people saying that someone mm. can't go out and celebrate their birthday when you, it wasn't even your birthday. You, man, were hitting yeah. it hard after every games. Week. Yeah. Every, every week. Every week. And it's funny, like, I was listening to something Ray Parler was saying. He was like, when he was playing under Wenger, he would, they would they'd play a game and there'd be like a local, uh, like, what do they call it? Social clubs mm. that he would go to. And just get battered yeah. after a game. Imagine. Imagine. So, and, and, and what I think I struggle with a lot of these guys is there's no acknowledgement. There's no humility of, listen, in my, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't even mind if you said, in my day, we mm. didn't follow this. But I think in today's day and age, you shouldn't be doing that. He was just saying, like, no, that's not right. That's not how it is. You're telling someone else to do something yeah. you never managed to do in mm. your career. Yeah. And, and I, it's and always, 
What does it look like? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like, understand. And like like if he had scored a hat trick that day, then he can go out for his birthday. That's a draw. Yeah, He's got to wait until the game's finished to know whether he can go out for his birthday or not. And don't get That's me wrong. ridiculous. I am one of Marcus Rashford's biggest critics this season. Mm. One of his biggest. I don't think, I think he. he <laughs> You know, he's looking like new contract syndrome. You know, yeah. you know the one yeah. day I've got a contract signed. I'm good. Doesn't seem to be putting in the effort. I don't know whether he's off form or whatever. And I just have the theory about him is when a contract is due, that's when you see mm. Mad Rashford and then it just tells off again. But all of this nonsense has to stop. And it's interesting. I remember when Wayne Rooney went to play in America. Mm. I was reading a couple of articles and they were saying, you know, this is Wayne Rooney. Like, you know, if you watch ball, no matter what country you're in, he goes to Barcelona, walks down the street, whatever. They'd be like, "Raw, that's Wayne Rooney." Said in America, there's none of that rubbish. Not about his fame, but mm. if he goes out after a game and mm. has a meal and has a glass of wine no or whatever, one cares. no one cares. Mm. No one cares. And you see that across other sports. You see NBA players; mm. they will openly sit there and discuss whatever. They'll be talking about the wine, they're drinking their wine, or they're drinking yeah. a spirit, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a problem as long as you practice properly and you train properly. But here. Again, this fake moral high ground. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's not professional. How would you know? How many minutes of professional yeah. football have you lived in your entire they, they life? See, they see playing football as a privilege. And... Stupid. It's not. It's, it's not like... Mm. I, everyone's like... They, they see the money and be yeah. like, you should be privileged that you earn that yeah. amount of money. No. I earn that amount of money because of the hard work and dedication that I put in behind the scenes that you don't see has got me here. And, 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 and I'll be honest. I'll be very honest. Even if I didn't put in that much hard work or that much education, <laughs> but I have a talent yeah. you don't have, there are players, we've seen them, where they didn't have to train as hard mm. as me or as you or whatever, but they were so good, they made it to the pros, I could do what they did. So even if you didn't have to work that hard for it, irrelevant, you have something that's put you in the top, not even 1%, in the top 0.01% mm. of everyone that plays this game, that's it. But we have a bad habit of doing that here. Even if it's not sport, people who are successful, we, we, we like to tell people what to do with things that we've never understood or had to achieve ourselves. Yeah. We like to tell them what to do with it. We love that in this country. Yeah. I'd just like to anyone to tell me what result would have been acceptable for him to go <laughs> celebrate his birthday. So they lost 3-0, yeah. so they can't go yeah, out yeah. and celebrate. If they won 3-0, then they could have. Yeah, yeah. They if they lost, where, what happens if you draw? You can you go is, out to your right? you birthday? But you, but you can't drink. Yeah, I just need to know what results. And everyone was getting on to Morrison. It don't make sense. But I was annoyed with Morrison. I was annoyed with Clinton mm. Morrison because I'm like, he, he, yeah, he's kind of justifying what they're yeah. saying. Like, like, you're there, you know the perception thing because you had it early mm. with, you know, when he had his hair cut, something like you. You had a lot of that. People were, mis were judging you. Mm. Um, early doors and you're sitting there saying no no if you went out for dinner it's fine but he can't go to a club what, what are I feel like Morrison he was thinking like us but kind of back yeah. down and yeah, yeah, yeah. he wasn't real in that moment yeah, yeah. because he didn't he maybe didn't want yeah. the argument and yeah, 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 but he was... And he was sandwiched was, between yeah. the two worst people Paul Merson on his right mm. and Danny Mills to his left yeah. I mean. and it was a private party as well it wasn't even like he went like just to a regular shubs. Yeah. It was his party. Like it was controlled. He hired out the whole club and all yeah, that. Like it was... <laughs> they said he should have yeah. cancelled it. Gary Neville and that said, oh, we cancelled them back in the day if we lost the match. Ah, oh, It's ridiculous. Because well, that, that story of when Sir Alex Ferguson bust into a house yeah. party and they was all in there 
and he had to drag man out. So yeah. Yeah, but again, this is, <laughs> this is Gary Neville, as we see from the Beckham documentary. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, he 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 lived and died by what Alex sold mm-hmm. him since he was ten years old. It seems like so. I'm not surprised by that. But yeah, I, I think that narrative, you know, listen, as 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 sort of black men from London, we've seen that narrative from from a very young age and how it's developed over time. I remember the whole Mika Richards thing. And I'll never forget, there was one newspaper article that called it out. It was in The Guardian saying that, you know, everyone's happy with these young footballers earning money unless they're they're black. Yeah. Right? yeah. And calling out how the narrative around Raheem Sterling and Mika Richards and quote-unquote bling and all of that. And I think it's it's calmed down a little bit, but it's still there. The undertones are still there. Yeah. I think the last time it really manifested itself properly was with Sunes's incessant attack on Paul Pogba. And it started with the haircuts and all of that. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I reckon someone's had a word. I reckon someone's had a word and be like, listen, that's not... So then it became... Tried to make it more about his football. Mm. But it was... It goes back to that, that... That... They see people and they don't understand... Right, you know, they see these 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 kids, and they don't understand mm. the culture to tap it into. People were worrying about Lingard and him dancing in change room, bro. I grew up in an era where where players were falling out of clubs at one a.m. and getting arrested for affraying that. If the worst thing that we we've got is kids if, is the <laughs> the youth dancing in the change room on TikTok, yeah. happy days. But even the manager come out and said, "Ah, oh, it wasn't the right thing to do." Yeah, but then why well, wasn't he in the squad? Was that injury? Yeah, yeah it was injury. He's not punished him, but he said it's, it's not, it's not good. He, said, he said it's not good optics. <laughs> it's not a good sequence of events. Nah, it's not, yeah. It's not. yeah, but and then he's he's first of all he said, oh, it's it's, it's his birthday party. He's mm. not breaking any rules while you're there. But then why are you saying it's not? That's what he said. It's not acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what he said. Yeah. So he's throwing them under the bus as well. Mm. Oh, that that doesn't make sense. You just but in the same breath you said he's not broken any rules, any club rules. So how you say what's unacceptable about it? Anyway, I think Ten Hag is all over the place right now. He doesn't know mm. what he's doing. Yeah. But um, but yeah, every once in a while there's a reminder. There's always a reminder that, you know. And then, yeah, uh, now the Rashford's different... got this injury. Well, we, we hope yeah. it's an injury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the rules are not the same for, for everybody. And, le- and let's remember, it's not too long ago Jack Greeley said, yeah, I'm not like everyone. I do like to go out and have a party. Mm. I do like to go out and have a drink. That mm. was fine. But he'll Isn't get it? leeway because they won, isn't it? Uh, it's just Jack. He's a lad. He's a lad, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. Mm. It's susceptible um, if if one looks and face fits. Very, very quickly as we're running out of time. Um, Girona are top of, uh, of um, La Liga. Yep. Many of you be saying, who? But it's a small, uh, small team in Spain, which is part owned by the City Group and Pep Guardiola's brother. Um, and they have been doing very, very well. And as of this weekend, they're top. Real Madrid are second. Barcelona are third. Barcelona drew this weekend. Uh, no, uh, Real Madrid drew this weekend. Yeah. Barcelona won. Uh, I mean, it's not going to last. However, it'd be good if it did, man. Like, yeah. it would, it would, Valencia were the last team to win the yeah. league. It'll be an interesting like, problem for Man City because there's rules now about ownership in the Champions League. So imagine they get a Champions League play. I mean, it's not going to happen. They'd have to sell some shares or something. So, so interesting, but it's always good to see those stories. Maybe they'll do a Leicester, right? Maybe. Possibly, but, but maybe. And then we've got Leverkusen in, in the Bundesliga. Javier Alonso. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen that video when he's pinging out the passes. Oh, bruv. Did you, see the, did you see the full video? Because it was like a short one where yeah. he, he done that pass that everyone kind of saw. Yeah. There's a video, I think it was like two minutes long. Yeah. And it was just like, 
ping. Yeah, I've seen that ping. one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ping. And I'm just like, bro, you could probably still play play yeah. now. But yeah, the football they're playing, everyone's talking about the football and the rotations and the fluidity. Xhaka's out there looking like Prime Perlo. Mm. Um, even though they play at half the speed there, so you can. Um, <laughs> Put you shout know. out for Harry Kane as well. He yeah, got, he yeah. got a hat trick and. Well, he's breaking the record. I think he's got 13 goals in 10 games already. Killing something. it. Killing um, it. Absolutely killing it. And he's doing it in the Champions League as well. Should have left Tottenham a long time, Harry, man. He's been <laughs> doing this for a long time. Do you know mm. what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that's a bit of a round robin. Couple of surprising things going on in other leagues. I don't think they'll maintain it, but it's good to see. Leverkusen might do, though. Leverkusen yeah, Leverkusen do. doing really well. And they're playing good football. They're winning in the in Europe. So Yeah, Alonso's yeah. being touted as the, the next up-and-coming manager, in it? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if rightly they, so. Um, if they keep up, it'll be interesting where he goes. Yeah, no, afterwards. rightly so. I would say rightly so. Yeah. All right, all right. I think that's it for this week. Yep. Um, thanks, Daz. Key, as always, yep. please listen, uh, like, share, and subscribe. Comment, yeah, comment, comment. Comments. What was I called? I can't remember what I was called in the comments this week. Oh. Uh, come on. Oh, it was something. <laughs> it was, it was something a good one. Fantastic. Yeah, man. It was yeah. a good one. I'm not going to lie. It rattled, rattled, rattled yeah. me still. <laughs> it, went a bit, it went a bit overboard, if you ask yeah. me. But uh, it said, ben, was it mentally challenged or something like that? It was something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the most mentally challenged yeah, yeah. comment I've seen ever or something. <laughs> you don't carry on in the comments. Carry on. <laughs> Most of us don't have time to reply, but I'm going to be on it now. I'm going to be on the comments now. No, no, the correct term was, this is the most bogus, mentally challenged statement I have ever heard. Yeah, you need to get out more, mate. Yeah, you need to come back to my reply, mm. though. So of course they did. That, uh, did. Keyboard warriors. But yeah, keep the comments coming in. As a can keep. We love them, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah keep on coming, man. Mm. It's fun, the engagement and interaction. Indeed. All right, peace. Peace. peace.